everybody. <laughs> what was that? Oh, damn it. Was that me? That might have been me. That was you. Oh, damn it. That's right. I don't even know if Mike got I'm that. sorry. Yes. Waiting uh, is suspenseful. I waited for so long to start the episode, and then when I do, it vibrates. You know what that is? Is ESPN letting me know that the college uh, football playoff committee has selected their top 25. Is that right? Is um, your phone cracked? What? Uh, it just looked like it was cracked. It might be. I hit it hard enough most of the time to... Okay. <laughs> it's not. No, it's probably just the case. So anyway, hello everybody. How's Hi. it going? Ah, we're back. Happy spoopy oh, Halloween. That's right. It's Halloween. We're recording on Halloween. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, we spent... Uh, Dave took the day. Uh-huh. And uh, I showed him how to make the red lead. Oh my god. Ben came over at around three. Uh -huh. And we watched... Uh, uh, maybe one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. Uh, well, uh, most likely to die. Yeah, on Netflix. Terrible. You can watch it right now. It's on Netflix. It, don't. I feel like it, the movie <laughs> makes it wants you to care real bad. Oh god! And it's almost telling you to care, but you don't have. But to. you don't have to care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, looking back on it, there wasn't that much murder or action or anything. It no, was it was just, just like it was, it was poker puns. Yeah. It was. Yeah, poker puns and, and shitty characters who couldn't get, move past high school, a confusing plot with twists that don't make sense. It had a false Busey. It had a, it had a false Busey. <laughs> we expected it to be a Busey, but it was not. It was um, not a Busey. It was a false Busey. It was Perez Hilton. It was Perez Hilton. Perez, who is not Who's Busey. Not, not Lil Buse. Uh, not Lil Buse Buse. This film, this film features Gary Busey's son. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Busey. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, Jake, right? Jake Busey. Jake yeah. Busey. Yeah. But it's not, it's not the guy you think it is. The guy you think it is is actually Perez Hilton. It was just because he's so god-awful ugly, we assumed he was there, Gary Busey's there is son. A, there is actually Gary Busey's son in the he's, movie, but it's not the guy we thought it was. He's, he's got a head like, 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 uh, like a head of lettuce that's been rolled over by a Mack truck. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought he looked more like Ron Perlman. Kinda. I yeah, kinda thought it, it was like it was weird that Gary Busey's son looked like Ron Perlman. Little Pearl. He looked the whole time as though he was melting. <laughs> yeah, um, kind of. Yeah, don't watch that. Don't movie. watch that movie. It was horrible. And then we watched the ABCs of Death, where yeah. like we watched it up until the point where it just got too real. It was and like, it, yeah, exactly. It was a lot of interesting little vignettes, and then it started to toy around like with a pedophilia thing. Yeah, I was I'm like, out. nope, like, I don't want to watch this anymore. I'm out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, there's only so much I can get into before. <sighs> don't don't recommend much. you watch that. Yeah, honestly, don't. Uh, it started out cool, but it got pretty bad. fucking dark. But we had yeah. sauce. We had delicious pasta sauce for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we locked uh, we locked the doors, turned the front light out, put a bowl of candy out, shut the blinds, and nobody bothered us. Nobody bothered us the not, whole time. Not one person came up to the door demanding candy. Mm. Put it out on a bowl, and there was mm -hmm. candy left. There was still candy there left. There was still candy left. So they, for the, I mean, I have a strange feeling nobody took just one piece, because why would you do that? Oh, hey, if it was me, I'm out there. Yeah, I'm you're the taking a handful, piece. right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Which is cool, you yeah. know, but there was still some candy left, so good on those kids for not being little shits and <laughs> ruining it for everybody else. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty successful Halloween. Yeah. I think. Um, but, uh... It's time to move on past that because trick or treating's done and Halloween is almost at an end. Yeah. And yes. uh, gentlemen, we are fucked. We are fucked. We indeed. are indeed fucked. You so want to tell us why we're fucked. Do I? Yeah. I think we should start with you, Dave. <laughs> I thought you were going to dodge me. Yeah. No. I really, you nope. know, you, you fooled, right me, fooled me again. Why are we fucked? 
well, you know, I am. I, okay, so for like, I, this is gonna feel so repetitive, but I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Uh, there was a job that I was looking at that I had interviewed for. Yeah, you've mm-hmm. talked about this on and, the end. Yes, and I talked about it before. Uh, today I got the email that I was not to, that I was not going to get a position, and that was okay with me because I was pretty sure at that point I really didn't want to go. Yeah, mm. but I feel like I'm I'm fucked because. Even though I didn't want it, the fact that I lost it pisses me off. Here's the thing. Like, you lost it to somebody who was in the organization. Right, exactly. You, you can't compete with that. Right. Someone you're not else gonna comp- yeah, yeah, you're not going to compete with that. And that's, ever. you know, it, again, it's fine. Because I was pretty sure I didn't want to go. But just having been defeated feels like, ah. Yeah. yeah uh, but, you know? Here's the thing. Sorry, that probably sounded <laughs> great on the mic. Sorry. <laughs> Tapping out my pipe. My yeah. Pipe. My pipe. My pipe. <laughs> no, no. But, you, dude, you, you're never going to beat a lateral transfer. You're yeah. never going to beat it. It's just not going to happen. Like I said, super fine with me. Not, 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 uh, not losing any sleep over it, except that it's still except like Except that lost. I'm losing sleep over it, and I still feel like a failure. Now, were you, were you going to take the job if they offered it to you? Probably not. Well, then don't get broken up about it. <laughs> That's the yeah. so silliest It's so thing. stupid, right? Yeah, it's not worth it. You're, you're never going to compete with somebody who's in the organization. They, the only reason they probably put that out there is because they had to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. right. Which I guess might not make you feel better because you probably just went through all that shit for nothing. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, but, I don't know. I mean, they, they they were very nice about it. I was nice about it. It's super cool. Yeah. I really like where I work. I really like the people I work with. Yeah. Mm. And you know what? You can't put a dollar amount on that. No, you can't. I mean, you it's know. important. Happiness is important. Happiness. Someone told me too, and it's it was a warm good... <laughs> bowl of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Someone told me too. It's a good point. It's like the devil, you know, is one thing. Yeah, you know, it's like I, I, I'm used to where I am and all that. I know the ins and outs of it. You know, I can go out and smoke without feeling like weird. So, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm pushing my glasses up with my pipe. Why, why are you doing that? And my glasses were too far down my nose. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I'm fine because I decided to be uh, pissed off about something that I actually am not pissed off about. <laughs> great. Ben, great. Why, ben why, great. Why are we fucked, Ben? We are fucked uh, because uh, the news is a joke anymore. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> uh, just yesterday, yesterday. Mm-hmm. A, a report came out from a, a program uh, courtesy of... Uh, uh, NBC okay. uh, called Think, um, and what this what this segment said it was like a twenty minute thing. It's on YouTube, okay. uh, probably not for much longer because it's getting blasted to hell. Um, <laughs> okay, with with down votes and people complaining uh, because what it's the title of it is how gamers helped facilitate the rise of the alt right <laughs> and what it what the, what their thesis boils down to is that because discord exists nazis were able to communicate with each other what? And Wait, that's their point? Yeah, Discord not 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 Discord as in like chaos or disorder no, but yeah. like, but Discord as in the chat the program server, yeah. the chat program for gamers. Um yeah, and What? So they're going to blame the gaming community as a whole? Yeah, cuz the gaming community uh facilitated the the rise of the alt right because 
we wanted a, a communication platform that didn't suck. Wow. This, and that was newer than IRC. This sounds an awful lot like Marilyn Manson orchestrated the Columbine shooting. <laughs> it sure does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... It's, it's like it's, guilt by association shit. Right. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I decided kind of that, that two can play at that game. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to... I, I, will, I will pause it. And I want someone from NBC to get in contact with me about this and try to rebut it. Um, I, I, I posit that NBC helped facilitate the rise of the alt-right uh, because they use cell phones and Nazis also use cell phones. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, fucking prove me wrong. Yeah, put that in your news pipe and smoke it. I, 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 am, I am declaring here for the record that NBC uh, helped Nazis come to prominence in America for the first 20 years. The Nazi broadcast corporation. I'm going to go further here and say that, and I think we've talked about this on the show before, the fact that there's money in the news media... Yeah. And advertising yeah. helped bring upon the rise of the alt-right. Yeah, sure. I put my left hand up. The, alt- <laughs> the alt-right. That hand. <laughs> and the, and the quote-unquote alt-left. The yeah. Antifa yeah. movement. Let's, the- uh, let's, let's, you know, let's be real. Let's be honest. This is what, this is what giving everyone equal time gets you. Correct. No, yeah. there are positions that are absurd and you shouldn't be featuring these people in your fucking interviews no. and, and right. giving them publicity. I, I you are shit, NBC. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. There's a reason I don't watch TV, and you are one of the big yeah. ones now. That's a, this is the problem. It's like the, the media is distinctly lacking a straight man. Mm-hmm. There's no... NPR isn't even... Well, the, uh, the Associated Press tends to be pretty fairly objective. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that's I guess that's probably where I'm going to have to go. Yeah, for, to get your yeah. news. Yeah. Um, Reuters yeah. is also good. I mean, like, even NPR... You know, and I am a registered Democrat, but even NPR is like left leaning. Like, well, you know, then, then again, I mean, just just because what you what you're hearing in the news seems to reflect a sort of you know left of center approach doesn't it doesn't mean that they're left. The center yeah. is moved to remember sure, remember the old saying: uh, reality has a liberal bias. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's true. Well, I agree, but like, I don't know, man. I just it's something. Like the news used to be a public service, yeah. right? That was provided to you, and it, mm-hmm. there was no. Now it's now it's just something for people to say. How look, it's on the news, so I was right. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's it's like it used to be a public service brought to you by a variety of different people right. who would like be shunned by their. You know, fellow newscasters for in, in in like okay, Cronkite was the first really yeah to like put his opinion in when he was doing the Vietnam like he, he got, got he got fucking, blasted he got fucking blasted right. for that like <laughs> you, you know like the news is a public service you're not yeah. supposed to put your own which is funny to us now because that's pretty much every you know uh, it's hard to imagine news and opinion remaining Christ, completely separate everything on CNN everything on Fox News you know like mm-hmm. there's. Those are the two like extremes of the, the spectrum, you know. Like, <laughs> but then, then you want to talk about Fox? I mean, my favorite thing right now, floating around Twitter, is you know, like, uh, like it's uh, it'll be like a series of things like CNN right now, Manafort, mm. uh, NBC right now, Manafort. Fox News right now. Obama might have been blacker than we thought. I'm saying, like, in the in the instance of fairness, yeah. I mean, we can all agree, right, that CNN does pretty much cater to the 
You know, I I don't know. That's I, the thing. It's hard for me to determine that. I, I think they do. Yeah, I think, I, yeah. I, I, I think they do. I really. I don't have an answer to that. I think I think if you watch it, I wa- I watch it now. Being older and jaded and just going like, come on, you know, yeah. like, it's too much sometimes. The fucking leftist <laughs> shit gets on my nerves. You know, not nearly yeah. as much as the like rightist shit does. Yeah, but it, it, it gets on my fucking. Nerves. It is irritating. It is irritating. I mean, I've never felt more of a centrist than I do in sure. 2017. People yeah. used to just be presented the information and were made to make judgments on it based on their own lives. Yeah, rather than having people kind of like tell you or guide you to what to believe, you know? Yeah, it's um, as much about what they're reporting, uh, as what they're saying as what they're choosing to report and what they're not. Correct. And how they're doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how it's presented to you. So, yeah. so ultimately, uh, ultimately we're fucked because uh, no one at NBC recognized the irony of calling a program Think, uh, <laughs> wherein you are presented shit that's made up. How right? fucking condescending, too. Yeah. I <laughs> think yeah. just think Here's about it, food dummy. For thought. I know. Have you, you ever thought about gamers? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever thought about those weird, lonely shut-ins who play video games and hate Jews? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you mean sixty-five percent of the American population at this point? What's What's that you say? Gamers hate Jews? Well, let us show you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, how how I long are we gonna that. shit on gamers before like? I we, did we oh go through this? Oh, with Mortal oh, Kombat already. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, we went through it with Mortal Kombat. I think we're I think we're entering a new like third age of of people shitting on people who play video games. Okay, yeah. but now a like, third age, the, a third Reich, if you will, because well, the shitting on gamers. Because the, the first age was like you said, Mortal Kombat. The second was uh, uh, the heyday of like Grand Theft Auto and yeah. like like the Columbine shootings in the yeah. Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, the heyday of the Columbine. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and then and then now, yeah. Again, gamers yeah. are you know because uh, especially because you know GamerGate made all made everyone who plays games look bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, it made me hate a lot of people that play yep. games. Yep, yep. It was yep. it was awful. Um, but uh, uh, it reminds me though, uh, Coca Cola is trying to get on the esports train. Are they really? They're trying to get on the. Um, but they're they're doing it in the fucking cringiest way possible by like hiring, you know, webcomic illustrators and, and people to make like these little these little comics about about, you know, this sure is what gaming is like, right, fellow kids? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I mean, and of course there's a there's a little, you know, can of Coke somewhere in the sure. in the scene. Alright, now let me pose this question to you. If Coca-Cola offered you ten thousand dollars to draw a little vignette like that, would you do it? <laughs> I, of fucking course yeah. I would. I'm just I'm just saying that doesn't make doesn't it make any, it right. Yeah, no, but I doesn't I'm make it less you. cringy. I'm with you. Yeah, right. I mean, he, everyone wants to be the guy that got paid that ten thousand dollars, but no one wants to live in a world yeah populated with you know uh, hijacking sure. our our internet culture for Coca-Cola's sure. benefit. I'm, everybody's got their price. Nothing is sacred. Yep. Uh, 2017. 2017. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Desperation Creed. <laughs> Total societal collapse. Going sadness. Integrity in general just going right, right down out the, the shitter. Right out the hey, fucking fuck window. Fuck that, Amy. <laughs> yeah. 2017. Fuck, fuck that, that. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, why are we fucked? Uh, so I was at the grocery store uh, earlier today. Oh. Um, 
preparing to basically destroy us yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, that's why the, we had the preemptive coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was at the grocery store earlier today. Um, and I know, I, I think, I, I don't think I'm alone yeah. in being, you know, the only person who notices this. You go to the grocery store and you see some middle-aged, you know, late forties woman. Okay. Uh, mid to late forties woman walking around with her mother, okay. you know, like seventies, you know, eighties, somewhere, somewhere in that time frame. Okay. Uh, and they're walking together in the store. And the, the the mother, like the old, you know, the mother is, you know, talking about something or looking at something. And then the, 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 like the middle-aged woman is the daughter, the daughter is presumably is like chastising them and yelling at them. Um, you ever seen that? You ever, you ever been to the store and seen that? Yeah. Like, and I've seen real sad. It's real. Like, and it, I, I, like, I don't, I don't mean to like point it out. Like it's just daughters. Cause it's sons too, where you like, yeah. they go and they're with their dad or you know what I mean? You, like, but it, it's, it's like, like, kids, the, like kids of, of like elderly parents. Yeah, like exactly. Like adults. Yeah, adults. And now they're taking the adult role over their parents and abusing. Yes, it. exactly. Like not just mm. adults, but like advanced adults, like, uh-huh. like middle-aged, already have kids in high school or college you know what I mean like uh, and then just being fucking shitheads to their family and don't get me wrong because I've been a shithead to my family before Mm -hmm. but like I I don't know man like if my mom is 75 and we're going grocery shopping I'm not gonna fucking chastise her because she likes to get cake (laughs) you know what I mean Listen, like this is like exactly what I've heard. This is like like picking out vegetables, and this woman's like, "Well, the the basically the older woman was like, I don't don't really like that," and she's like, "Well, it's better than the sugary shit you eat." Like she's like walking around being a bitch. (laughs) She's like a bajillion years old. Let her eat what the fuck fuck she she wants, wants, right? That's that's all I'm thinking. I almost said something to her. Yeah, almost fucking said something. Yeah, like don't abuse. I was like, I was like, I was like one nasty comment away from being like, you know what? You're a bad person. You should feel bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but God, it was just frustrating. I'm like, she's like 70. Let her eat whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. <laughs> she's right. fine. This, like, we're every all, meal she, might be the last meal. Right. She's going to die soon anyway. We're all going to die soon anyway. Let yeah. her eat whatever the fuck she she's, wants. She's like twice your right. age. She knows better than you do <laughs> exactly. what she like, what she likes. God, yeah. Why are you so fucking mean to her? The Let her do what is. she wants. Your kids are grown. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the irony of this is 10 years before that, she was telling her kids to respect their elders. Right, exactly. Exactly. And 10 <laughs> years later, when they're when they're grown up or when she's in a new phase of her life, it's shit right. all over. And like, I don't have to do what she says anymore mom 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 well, that's what i'm saying like okay i'm i'm like no, i'm guilty right we're all guilty sure. of like being shitty to our parents at some point yeah. you know what i mean like it fucking happens like but even there's a into cycle in your life where you're you're guilty of being a shithead to your parents there's a pretty life where it makes more sense because you're like basically a walking neutron bomb you've right. got like all this hormonal anger in you sure. and you're carrying it everywhere. Right. So it makes sense that you're a dick to everybody including the people that are trying to you know, <laughs> like help shape you. you right? Yeah. yeah. No, and like it, it happens, all right? And yeah. like, you, you, okay, everybody gets into arguments with their parents even when they're older but you don't go to a fucking grocery store and argue with the woman who's, <laughs> you know, just trying to eat what she wants to eat. Just let her eat the sugary shit. <laughs> right. Let her eat what she wants. Let her get a fucking cake, you animal. Let her eat a bowl of dog food if she wants to. She's fucking 90. Right. Listen, asshole, I get up five times a night to take a leak. Right. Okay. Right. My, every single one of my bones hurts. <laughs> I'm 
had more organs removed than you have had children. Right. I deserve to eat whatever the fuck I want. If I want, if I want a goddamn coffee cake before noon, I'm going to have it. My, so tell me what to do. My, my tendons, every single one of my tendons below my waist feels like they're about to snap in two. I'm getting the fucking ho-hos. Right. Karen. I shit have Karen. I stand up. <laughs> I, I sneeze and piss comes out of three places in my body. Just give me a break. I don't know. It just it, like it frustrates me. And I was I was so I almost fucking said something. Yeah. And it was partially because I was in a good mood, right? Like I'm um, you know yeah. you know walking around I'm humming to myself. Yeah. The eagles are on the speakers. On a dark desert highway, a weird shopping song. Yeah. There's never a normal shopping song. It's all it's always like. Like I, I was in I was in Sparkle the other day and they were playing like Blue Oyster Cult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go on a mushroom trip and yeah. you know, no, it's just fucking it, it pissed me off. I was like one weird comment away from being like, leave her alone. Yeah, like like, just leave, her, like leave her alone. You're not you don't know any better. Why You're just you a so shitty mean? jaded person whose kids are in college and don't call you anymore. Just fucking <laughs> let, let her get what she wants. You're gonna feel really bad about this in 20 years. Yeah, right. You know, like uh, I don't know. Oh, just pissed me off. Yeah, really pisses me off too. Uh, don't be mean to the elderly. Never. If you absolutely Sometimes. have to do something, just ignore them. <laughs> but don't be mean to them. Just ignore them. There's a yeah, shut them in the room them. and just. <laughs> I don't neglect them. I mean, ignore them. <laughs> Not lock them up as a prisoner. Just you know, no. I mean, they have picture. like it's not like you know, it's like Scientology. It's like they have free will, but they don't really have free will. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's a there's a there's a great line from Collateral where where Jamie Foxx's character is trying to get out of get, getting flowers for his mom because because yeah. he's like, oh, she's not gonna appreciate him anyway. You know? Yeah. And uh, and Tom Cruise turns to him and he goes. She carried you in her womb for nine I months. I know, I know. I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. That's a great movie. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I guess we should move on to the next segment of the show. We're going to take a little break. Yeah, a little break. Um, enjoy whatever we put in the center here. Okay, God, I need coffee, man. Yeah, dude, I need more coffee. coffee. This is kind of an odd episode because we're not already a little toasted drunk. Yeah, so it's, a yeah. Little, a little late. it's a little later than normal. But, Full uh, pasta. We'll be back. I think we're going to have a fun topic this week. So. All right, let's, let's do it. Hey guys, <laughs> you guys want to hear a joke? Yeah. Yes. This is this is actually this is really a joke. It's it's like it's it's more of a pickup line. <laughs> this, is, this is the best pickup line. The weirdest way to come back. No, after right, the listen, 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 listen. Uh-huh. This is a great pickup line. Are you from Tennessee? Uh-huh. I eat ass. Just <laughs> you. <laughs> 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 Welcome back, everybody. Oh, that's, that's, that's the show I know and love. That's the three dudes I know and love. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I, guess, well, I guess we should keep rolling right along here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll start off with um, Schmorpen and Dorpen. Um, oh, my God. Dave, uh, yes. I'm going to start this week. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I am, uh, I am Smorpin, uh, standard Captain Black's cherry pipe tobacco. I bought a new pipe because yeah. I couldn't find my secondary pipe, or I don't know where it's at. Where and the, could my pipe Where be? could my pipe be? And the first pipe is real gummed up, and I got to fucking clean it. The one yeah. that got me last year for Christmas. I got to fucking clean that thing. We do have pipe cleaners in there somewhere. Yeah, I know. This one's got the filter in it, so I'm going to just ride that out for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and I am Dorpin, the uh, Paisano wine that I bought. Hey, Paisano! Uh, I bought that a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, I was drinking it on the show, I think, and then uh, I yes. used some of it in the sauce. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I took a couple of pulls right out of the jug like a man. Yep, yep. Digging mm-hmm. a little, digging a little blasty blast. Yes. All right. So, Dave, let's see what Ben's smoking. You're going to do it. <laughs> well, uh, this week I'm not smoking anything, mm-hmm. as you can see. Yep. I, I am smokeless. You are smorpless. <laughs> Nary a smorp. Um, Nigh on a smorp. Uh, that largely has to do with the fact that I, I came straight over here after work. Yeah, uh, I came. You know, I've did. got a couple of cigars floating around upstairs, oh. but they're oh. really, really old. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. I can do without for tonight. Yeah. Weeny, um, weeny, weeny. I came. I saw. I came. <laughs> <laughs> However, I am drinking. <laughs> I am drinking uh, uh, a Vienna lager. Courtesy of the Devil's Backbone Brewing Company. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I've never seen that, but it's another. It's another Vienna style, huh? Yeah. Well, this this one's actually this one's not like sh- half sugar. Yeah. Like, it, like it's actually a lager. Okay. It, it tastes like a lager. It's it's uh, very smooth. A little hoppy for a lager. Nice. But uh, but uh, very 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 tasty. You know, I knew that the Vienna style that we had had on the Smorpin and Dorpin mega episode could not be representative of all Vienna styles. No. It just had to, is... I knew it had to be different. Plus, it was a Vienna style from, like, Transylvania or some shit, right? Yeah, it was, you know, it was brewed, like, in some <laughs> ass end of... Yeah. The Vienna style via, you know... Slovakia. It was, yeah, it was like Slovenia, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. It was kind very, of very weird. weird. Um, Devil's Backbone Brewing Company. Where are they based out of? Um, Lexington, Virginia. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it, uh, pretty good. I, they started stocking this at Sparkle, and I'm like, huh, this this look this looks interesting. I've never tried it. Yeah, why not? Ugh. That's a good one. It's pretty tasty. Uh, I am at risk of being very boring. I am again <laughs> smoking. Marlboro Edge cigarettes and drinking black and drinking coffee. Black Let coffee. me guess, black coffee and Marlboro Edge cigarettes. That said, at some point in the middle of this episode, I'm planning on picking up a, a glass of Drogtober. Yeah, first. buddy. There's still there some of go. the keg there. I'm measuring it out. I'm trying to make it last. Uh, some nights better than others with that. Uh, yeah. So might be well, might be picking up a glass of that drug Toberfest. Yeah, like. Halloween seems like a like the yeah, perfect, perfect time, time to to kill that keg. Yes, yeah, sir. that's true. That particular keg. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's not drug Vemberfest. <laughs> it's not. No, drug Vember doesn't even sound right. Drug Vember is. It's like uh, not a real thing at all. Hamvember. No, that doesn't work either. Slamvember. No, it's too similar. Slamuary. Slamuary. (laughs) Slamuary. Drogast. Drogast. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's... that's, uh, that seems to be the staple there, buddy. Yes. I, again, I've pointed this out on the show before. I know it pisses you off. It doesn't piss me off. It doesn't. It doesn't piss me off. Not. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't piss me off. 
Yeah. Uh, it's just funny to me that you were the one that I know. did the start of the Schmorp and Endorpid thing. Thought it would be a good idea, on, but never partook in it. At 70% <laughs> of the episodes we've done so far, you've had the same thing. I know. I mean, I mean, realistically, though, like... I don't know, buy, <sighs> buying a cigar every week yeah, and, sure. and, like, you know, going out of your way to get a new, a different beer every week. And yeah. like that, that, right. Well, I mean, we end up drinking a lot of the same stuff. Sure. Yeah, we do. How many times has it been rolling rock? Sure. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's okay. Mm-hmm. From the glass line tank. No, I've just... <laughs> we tender to you. This is in tribute of your great taste. 33. 33. <laughs> I knew if I started it, you would be unable to not finish yeah, it. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> no, but no, it's interesting that Ben, uh, the only non-smoker among us, has uh, been uh, blossomed or ruined <laughs> into uh, into uh, enjoying cigars, which yeah. is which makes me happy because I love cigars. And yeah, I like smoking them and talking about them. So <laughs> Maybe next week yeah. I'll actually get a cigar. Yeah, why not? We'll, we'll get another one. We had yeah. uh, we had fun with this Morpin and Dorpin episode. So yeah, it was good. Um, well, I guess we should keep uh, moving right along here. I notice you noticed. I, I, I'm, I, I'm glad I, you noticed. Thank you for thank noticing. You, no problem. <laughs> thank you for noticing this notice. <laughs> It did not escape my notice that you noticed this notice. Oh, and I noticed. I noticed you noticing uh. that notice, and that I. <laughs> never mind. I can't know where to go with this. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but I've noticed that uh, as we are not a little toasted before we start the episode. Interesting. Things are moving quite along, right along here. Yeah, they're moving kind of quickly, which is okay. I think, yeah. and I think we yeah. tend to like go pretty long on our episodes. We do. I, sure. Maybe maybe too long. Maybe too long in some spots, but that's okay. Yeah. I think I think uh, the more alcohol we feed into our <laughs> systems, yeah. the more we tend to like ramble on. Yeah. Ramble on. That said, we're also starting this thing at like yeah, you know, eight later, night. so we're we're kind of like ready to move along. Yeah. Well, I think this is going to be uh, that said a good topic to kind of get into the thick of. Okay. Um, uh, it's one that I, I, we, I like thought, ah, maybe we should do like a spooktacular Halloween episode where we tell ghost stories. And then I remembered that I don't know any good ghost stories. <laughs> I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> and some people are astounded by that, by the way. That you don't believe in ghosts? Some people find that astounding. I've had yeah. people argue with me for a long time. I don't believe in ghosts either. <laughs> yeah. I've had people like, no, but this happened. And yeah. I'm always like... I believe you believe that yeah, happened. Right. Yeah, right. It, I don't know, man. Uh, it's yeah. not my thing. But um, I thought about that, and I thought, like, well, I could look up some ghost stories, some spooky stories. Yeah. And I thought, I don't want to do that. That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> this is not, like, all right, I think we've brought it up before, but Dave and, and uh, Christy, who was one of our guests on the show, mm. do a podcast called The Goose Chase Podcast, mm. which is a podcast I would... Uh, my early preemptive recommendation. Man, getting so many free plugs yeah, here. Yeah, dude, plug, go listen <laughs> yeah. to Goose Chase podcast. It's great. They go real in depth on a on a topic each week, mm-hmm. and they kind of uh, explain it to one another and to the audience, which is really cool. And they do a lot of work and research mm-hmm. trying to do that. And we have a spoopy one coming up tomorrow. Ooh, too, nice! Yes. Ooh. Halloween spoop. Nice. Just when you thought you couldn't be spooped anymore. My pants have been spooped plumb off <laughs> on many occasions. <laughs> Spooping your pants right <laughs> off your butt. Yeah. They're gonna land on the other side of the floor. They're gonna fold themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, like uh, the the last episode you did was the one that I requested that I sent the email in for was the Indian music theory, which I was yes. real interested in. And I know Christy did a shitload of work to do that. Yes, she did. And I was thinking about that when I was trying to pick my topic today, uh-huh. and thinking about maybe doing a ghost stories topic. Yeah. And I didn't want to do any research. <laughs> 
Right. So this I, isn't that kind of show. This is not that kind We're of not show. College anymore. So <laughs> speaking of college, I guess it's good. It's a good time to talk about uh, the topic. Yeah. Uh, today I decided that we're kind of in the midst of a lot of sports. Uh-huh. We're kind of in the perfect. Sure. We're kind of in the perfect time frame for sports. It's, yes, it's we are. Still technically October for the next few All hours. All four major ones in America are going on. Correct. Uh, it's yeah. The World Series. The World Series is happening right Hockey now. Hockey and basketball Hockey's have started. Back. Uh, football basketball. is well already well underway. Well, yeah, we're we're about halfway through the season in, in football for both. Uh huh. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today was a uh, sports megasode, Ooh. a recap for the year. Yeah. What's happening in the wild world of sports? Awesome. Yeah. That's I. So I figured this awesome. was going to be a fun episode. This yeah. is good. Let's talk sports. So I, I feel like Dave is kind of like the most recent fan of sports at the table. Yeah. Um, I, I spent most of my, my all of my high school time and most of college and a lot of time after that going, wagging yeah, the finger. I'm wagging too good finger. for this shit. Yeah, wagging the finger. <laughs> like, I'm not too good for I anything I always thought anymore. that was really strange that you, you know. It's really I, weird. Because I remember like being younger and trying to explain it to you. Yeah. Because like, you're like, why do people like it? And I'm like. Dude, I, I mean, I don't know. Watch it. Because <laughs> like, you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. I know, Ben, you told me that you didn't really get into it until, like, later on, too, right? Right. Um, yeah, well, into college, I, I was dating a hockey fan. And, yeah. And I actually sat down and watched a full oh, game. Oh, hell yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, a little before that, I had actually watched uh, uh, 2009, the Stanley Cup Finals, where the Pens won their, yeah. their third the, cup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Classic. You know, yeah. It really helps to associate sports with someone that's willing to touch your penis, I think. Sure. Yeah. It really kind of makes it ingrained into your head that you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the downside now, of course, is that anytime anyone says you have Genny Malkin's name, I pop a boner. Yeah. But, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a good reason for that yeah, happening. Yeah. <laughs> But no, man, I, I thought, like, we got, we got, uh, not an experience, but, like, the... Way low-level experience. Yeah, you know, and then we got somebody, who, like, mid-level experience, and yeah. then there's me, who's fat, and uh, <laughs> I've been into... Uh, Fat, like a like a beer swilling, yeah, Cheeto just, grabbing, you know what I mean. Uh, I'm like, full of pork rinds on a Sunday sports fan. I'm a big sports fan. I'm not the sports fan who's like the the standard middle aged guy whose wife's always mad at him for not taking the garbage out and has <laughs> Sports Center on the TV all the time. I'm not that guy, but I'm a big college football fan. Uh-huh. I'm a big hockey fan. Uh, I'm getting into baseball a little more. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like I, I, I don't know. I dabble. Yeah, right. As it were. <laughs> and I try and keep up uh, specifically with college football. So I guess I kind of wanted to cover a little bit of everything that's happening right now in the world of sports and kind of recap everybody what's going on for sure, the year. Sure, yeah. um, I guess the best place to start would be with the, I think they're playing game six tonight of the World Series. Um, yeah, game six. Uh, Houston is is leading that series three games to two against the Dodgers. The Dodgers, Los Angeles so it could Dodgers. End tonight. It could end tonight. It could and end tonight. Here's the thing: um, like uh, the, this is in progress right now. In fact, yeah, yeah. this is a so. series that I don't think anybody really, not a lot of people, predicted was going to happen. Yeah, uh, you know, like where Cleveland was in the playoffs. Cleveland mm-hmm. went on that huge run going mm-hmm. through September and late August, and where they won twenty something games in a row, and then they they choked in the first round to right. uh, to Houston. Or, or to uh, New York, to the Yankees. Uh-huh. Um, and then the Yankees, of course, lost to Houston. Uh, this game yeah. starts in uh, seven minutes. Oh, cool. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, it's game six. Um, the the, uh, the Astros are in position. They're up three to two, three games to two in a best of seven. Yeah. Uh, and this is, 
if nobody predicted that Houston and Los Angeles were going to play together, uh, nobody predicted that Houston would be up on Los Angeles. Right. Los Angeles had the best record in baseball. Yeah. Um, the only the t- the team that was right behind them was Cleveland, and a lot of people early on were picking Cleveland and Los Angeles to play the series together. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I think had we gotten past the Yankees, we probably would have. Yeah. Um, but as it stands now, Houston's up three games to two. It has been, I don't know if you guys have watched any of the games. Nope. It's been one of the wildest World Series ever. <laughs> um, like, there, there's been a lot of comebacks. Yeah. A couple games have gone into extra innings. No kidding. There's been some wild fucking shit happening in the series. Yeah. You know, the all, all of baseball that I watched this entire year was literally the bottom of the ninth, Cleveland's last game. Mm-hmm. I was, that's, I tuned in because everyone that I that I know was losing their shit watching them yeah. fucking blow it and uh, just like oh, back and man. forth trading very like doomed messages and sure. I went okay I'm gonna watch this last you know series of outs man. Yeah. they should have saved that that impressive streak that they went on unstoppable they should have saved it man yeah because this was this was like if last year wasn't Cleveland's year this was the year this was it this was the year and they they fucking they blew it man they really mm. blew it. I, I really feel for Cleveland fans in yeah. the middle of this. And then on that note, like the Yankees buzzsaw that went through us <laughs> fucking blew it against Houston. They, yeah. they were in prime <laughs> position and they played well yeah. and then could not get it done against Houston. And then boom. at this point, I really want it for Houston considering that I'm not they're certain, in, but half of them are still underwater sure. right now. They're, they're in position. Sure. They're in position to win their first series title. Yeah. I mean, and they're, they're fucking killing it. An incredible time for it. Yeah, I mean, there was, there's been a, 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 at least two of these games have been comeback victories against Los Angeles, yeah. who has just been like, you know, like dusting everybody off of their shoulder through the whole season. It's been, <laughs> so it's incredible, man. I'm actually excited for game six. I'm going to yeah. try and watch the whole thing, because it's like, what's going to happen next? Right. It's been, we've already seen a couple games go into extra innings. Mm-hmm. Like the one, Houston came back from like a five-run deficit, tied it up in the ninth, Took it to extra innings. The Dodgers scored a, two more runs on the top of the tenth. Houston scored another two in the bottom of the tenth. No way! Another inning. Like it's been crazy, man. It it's sounds been, pretty nuts. Yeah, like as good as any. Like again, Indians fans. So like as good as last year's series was, where we lost to the Cubs. Like this is even better. Yeah. Like that was that was a good series, all things considered. Even if you're you know. Yeah. Even if you wanted Cleveland to win it, it was still you know good a fun one to watch. That series had a narrative to it that was irresistible. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, two underdogs trying yeah. to... Yeah, you know, and a curse to be broken. Like, mm-hmm. who, who could not completely fall for that story mm-hmm. and just right. watch? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that same thing exists here this year, but it sounds like the game itself mm. has just been incredible to watch. Well, you have you know. kind of like the... I don't want to say like the most boring team in baseball, but certainly like the, <laughs> like the team that's been just mowing through people. Yeah, uh, and they're getting a fucking fight from yeah this team that's never won it before, and right. it's it's a trip to watch. Again, I'm not like a huge baseball fan, especially yeah. on TV. Like if you're, I feel like if you're gonna go see baseball. Or if you're gonna watch baseball, you sh- it's worth it to spend the money and go see it live, even for real. Yeah, one or two games because it is a blast to go see live. It's also baseball also has the advantage seeing it live of being able to actually see the whole field. Exactly. Yeah. Seeing what the fielders are doing when each batter comes up mm-hmm. is is uh, uh, a real big part of the the strategy and 
you know, yeah. the anticipation of what's going to come next. That's the thing that I always failed to appreciate about baseball. And I guess on some level I still do, except that I know I'm wrong, <laughs> which is the amount of strategy that's actually happening. Oh, yeah. On the field, you know which pitchers to put in when. Yeah, when their when their arms start to get tired, when it's time to pull them. Yeah, who's uh, next in the lineup? Who's next in lineup? Uh, you know when to pinch run, when to send a pinch hitter in. You yeah. know, this yeah. is stuff I failed to totally you know appreciate. Mm. It's worth it. It's cool. And like I'll tell you what, like we went to um, last year. We went. I, I and I wanted to go this year, but we couldn't get uh, the time coordinated off to do it. And I will go next year if the yeah. Indians make the playoffs. Um, October baseball live. Is incredible. Like, yeah. Trisha and I kind of at the last minute last year got the last available nosebleed seats you could at Jacobs Field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, went after work one day and watched game one against the Sox. Yeah. In the, uh, the, um, First round of the playoffs. Yeah. And it was a blast, man. Even there's no, the, the cool thing, it's like a hockey arena. There's no bad seats in any mm. baseball stadium in America. There's no bad seats. Yeah. Right. We were up in the nosebleeds looking down the third late baseline, and you can see the whole field. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you've heard, you hear people talk about it, and it's true. When you watch baseball on TV, when, when somebody cracks a home run, yeah. it sounds different coming off the bat. You yeah. Can, you can hear the sound. Echo off of the bat. It hits a sweet spot. And it hits, it hits a like sweet dead spot. center of the bat. Like there was nice. one, the 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 one where the the Astros pulled it out um, uh, a couple days ago. Uh, this guy hit a home run, and as soon as he hit it, I went, "That's gone." Like you on TV, <laughs> you watch it, you and you hear that crack. Yeah. And he, I'm like, as soon as you heard that sound, I'm like, "Oh, that's out of there." You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he, he and like and then he just looks, drops the bat like a badass. And, <laughs> you know, he's, you know, uh, you know, like psycho up the crowd. Like, but it's one of those things where you can hear it. And I caught, I actually have a video of it on my Facebook somewhere. Yeah. I we were recording because the Indians were in scoring position, and I caught Lonnie Chisholm. Hall's uh, right center field home run yeah. in the fifth inning, and you can hear it. I, I mean, we're in the nosebleed, so we're in the middle of nowhere, and yeah. you can hear that that crack when it echoes off of the bat. Like that sound in person is even cooler oh than, than hearing it on TV. Just that crack, um, and that was the first time I've seen a lot of sporting events, and I've seen a lot of them live. Uh-huh. I'd never understood the expression "the roar of the crowd" before. Yeah, until like walking, yeah. like we we you got said there. It's just like everywhere. It's everywhere. Like we were walking in when they were introducing the lineup. We were coming through the gates and, and heading up towards our seats, yeah. and. You know, eight blocks away, you can hear <laughs> while they're announcing the lineup. <sighs> yeah. You can hear that reverberating that throughout the whole city. Noise. Well, it's 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 different for playoffs, I'd imagine, because it's 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 not like just a you know a regular season summer game where sure. you can go and you know just, just you know spend an afternoon watching the game. Sure, it's all fans. It's yeah. all yeah, exactly. You know, dyed in the wool fans of the team exactly. that are there to see them. Exactly, and it's a trip, man. I mean, to go see—I would recommend that to anybody. Any sporting event live, but particularly like late season or playoffs, mm-hmm. yeah. it's it's fucking worth it, man. It's a trip because the place was rocking. I mean, like the stands were literally rocking. It was yeah. so cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think Houston's in a huge position this year to to take advantage tonight. We're gonna see if they can do it. Can I tell me one baseball story? Yeah, <laughs> I have one baseball story. I went to see. One game, one. It was an Indians game. Work was paying for it, so I was all excited. I was gonna, I was getting the day off to go watch a game, and 
I can't remember exactly when it started. Let's just say one o'clock. Mm. Right? Gotta get there at eleven. Basically, I rolled into town right around one. No, bad idea. Go into a parking lot looking for parking. No. Real slow because there's a line of people who all go to the top and then all come back down again. I lose an hour. Yep. Mm. Right? Yeah. I'm going around looking for, there's no street parking that I can find. I'm looking for other lots. I can't find one. I eventually come across this thing that looks like it might be a lot. I mean, I can't find a place to pay. I'm, I'm, at this point, I'm hours behind. Um, I'm looking for the booth attendant. There's no booth attendant. I call the number on the booth. They say that I have to go somewhere else to pay for the parking to then come back to park there. Oh I ended up gosh. just parking. Yeah. Yeah. And walking away. Yeah, screw them. Yeah, I was like, nope, fuck this, not worth it. Yeah. I go, I walk in. It's basically the bottom of the seventh. Yeah. By the time I get inside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are like the rule one, especially in Cleveland, because it's real tight down there. It's insane. You gotta get there early. You I gotta couldn't, get there I couldn't early. believe how bad it was. Mm. Yeah, even like Cavs games in the yeah. middle of the season, like uh-huh. even when they were shitty. Cavs games in the middle of the season. You had you got to be there early. Yeah. Bro, I don't know if you've ever been to Cleveland Stadium, but even with wow. the 4,000 people that show up there still, yeah. like it's still hard to get in and find parking. you got to get there early. That city's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's tough, and it's yeah. a pain in the ass to get out when you're done. But, <laughs> yeah, but no, man, it's uh, it's cool to go see live, and we should go see a baseball game. That's um, Trisha and I made a list this morning uh, over breakfast. Yeah. Because we're always talking about shit that we want to do that we never go out and do. Yeah. So we just started making a list of the shit we said we wanted to do this year and never did. Like, And some of it was, like, go to a museum. Some of it was go to a baseball game. We didn't get to do that this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of it was, like, go for a walk in the park. You know, shit like we just don't have time to. So we're going to check those off the list starting nice. on January 1st. But, yeah, one of them is definitely go back and see playoff baseball. I, I would hope that the Indians wouldn't, you know, like, plateau here and then fall back down. I would think that next year they'll be in. Oh, who so knows? I would love to go see another October game in Jacobs yeah. Field because it was fucking fun. What do you pay for a ticket around that time out there? What's what, what, what do you for pay for play, a ticket? Actually, for playoff baseball, I was surprised at how not crazy it was. What'd you pay? Uh, it was about after the t- after the fees and everything. Yeah, paid about one hundred and sixty dollars a ticket. Wow. And it was nosebleed seats. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was up there, but it wasn't like I expected. I, I saw the ticket prices and I'm thinking like, okay, I'm expecting to pay $500 out the door for both of us. Yeah, right. You know, but like it was like parking included, you know what I mean, with the seats and mm-hmm. like we had our own special lot. And it was, you know, I was like, you know, that's not awful. It was it was like, I'll put it on the credit card and just do it, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. And it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. Yeah, you, I mean, you talk about that a lot. Like, that was clearly like a it was really fun, worthwhile experience. It was experience. really fun. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, if we can, you know, secure seats next year, maybe that'd be something that'd be fun to go out and do, go see them play live. Uh, if I could uh, change focus a little bit, can we talk about the Youngstown Phantoms for a second? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have plans now. We have tickets. Me and Christy and uh, her uh, mom and stepdad mm-hmm. are all going to go to watch the Phantoms yeah. on the 18th. Sure. November 18th, they're playing the Chicago something or other. Mm-hmm. And I am so I think it's uh, The Phantoms are great. Man. I think a it's little the Chicago Steel. steel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe steel. steel. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to see them. And uh, like I said, I, I'm so excited about it. But I thought maybe you guys would remember or could talk a little bit about... We had a couple of MVPs or whatever on the team the last uh, time we were there. Kyle, uh, 
Yeah. Signed with the Jets. I can't remember his name. Oh, um... um Kyle mm. something. He, he the way that the draft draft NHL draft is a little different than like uh, NFL draft in that right. a team will reserve a player. Yeah. But if they want to go to college and play hockey there, they can before they move into the pros. So gotcha. they drafted uh, a couple years ago. I Kyle Kyle Connor. That's Kyle, it. Kyle Connor. Right. 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 Um, it was the league's leading scorer and uh, league's leading point man. Mm-hmm. Um, the league's leading scorer, mm. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only men I'd have sex with, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, no, but he was. Uh, yeah, uh, the the Jets drafted him, and uh, he's playing hockey at the University of Michigan now, to my knowledge. Oh, okay. Uh, unless he's starting this year, I'll have to check the Jets roster and see. Okay. But I mean, like, I guess like, the reason I ask is like, you know, like we 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 were not slouches. We had some pretty impressive. No, they were they were. In play- right, they've been right. in the playoffs the past several years. They've been tough. <laughs> it's pretty um, impressive, honestly. I mean, for you know, young to have something. It's cool that we've got a pretty bitchin' hockey team, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what they're looking like this year, you know. Or, uh, you know. Alec would be the one to ask, because he's yeah. had season tickets the past three or four years. Yeah, yeah I, I I, would I would really like to go to some games this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it sucks, because, like, Northeast Ohio, Ohio in general, really, is football country. Sure. Yeah. And, and... It's not really a hockey state. No, it's not. No, it's 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 hard to find, like like fans of the sport of hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you'll, you'll, around yeah. around here. You have Penns fans, lots of Penns, but that's but that's because people from Pittsburgh are crazy about all Pittsburgh sports. Sure. Yeah, Doesn't right. matter what sport it is, they'll yeah, sure. they'll root for a team. There's a lot of bleed over. If, exactly. If Pittsburgh's got a team in it. Mm. Um, you know, and then I'm sure Blue Jackets are, uh, fandom is alive and well mm-hmm. down in Columbus. If they brought the Barons back, the Cleveland Barons. Uh, the Barons? See, yeah, it was a, uh, like a now defunct uh, NHL team that played in like 76, 77 for two years. And no shit. The franchise went defunct. Yeah. I did not know that we yeah. ever had that. The Barons, yeah. The Barons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if they brought that back. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I think we should maybe make an attempt to see some more hockey. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Nothing it, beats live hockey. No. Yeah. And, and you know Nothing what? You know what? We talked about this too. Seeing the Pens and Bruins, Bruins in game. Pittsburgh yeah. again yeah. might be a we, lot of fun. Yeah, we really want to do that. We yeah. really want to do that. We were checking on tickets to for this year. Uh, and the first two, they play three times. Okay. The right. first two games, well, the first, there's two twice in Pittsburgh. One is okay. in the winter, and then the other is like in April. Okay. Way, way out. Hmm. Um, and uh, the tickets for the one in the wintertime are, are pretty much gone. Like, they were like, we, we checked last <laughs> month, and they were like almost gone. Wow. So, yeah, it was hard to find seats. But uh, we're going to have to go like early in the, you know, before mm. when they like announce the schedule, we're going to have to yeah. go and look at those and start saving. But yeah, um, they, um, uh, last season, uh, I took Aubrey and uh, her friend and her friend's husband mm-hmm. uh, to go see the Phantoms. They had like this, this four ticket deal and you got yeah. like a free hat and a yeah. meal voucher for McDonald's. Um, yeah, I remember when we, we got one of those before, too. Yeah, yeah, Alec gets free seats all the time, so yeah. he gets all that shit. So so we went, and it was Aubrey's first hockey game. Yeah. And I, I, I tried to think of, like, you know, as many of the uh, things to tell her as I could. Like, you know, make sure you're... Make sure you're sitting down when plays in action and watch where the puck is. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, if we if we if we get up close to the glass, don't be afraid to bang on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't put your drink along that thing. Don't put your drink on the boards. <laughs> yeah. We we saw someone do that. Yeah. When we went, the three of us, right? Yep. Someone had their cute little blue drink sitting yeah. on the right on the, the boards and just watch it go boom. Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember we told you the same thing because it was your. We went to a Phantoms game and it was your first game. And we're going, all right, like pay attention because the puck goes over. The, he's like, you're yeah. like, does that happen? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it definitely happens. And I remember like we were you were turned this way. You're like turned the opposite way, looking at us, and we're watching the play while you're talking to us. Yeah. And then it happens, and we all do this at once. Yeah. And you went, huh? What? Ah! And the puck went two feet over Dave's head. I didn't even see it, yeah, so it, I didn't know it how went close two, it was. It, to it hit two feet over your head. Jesus! It echoed on the on the seats like three rows behind us. I did not realize yeah. that happened. Yeah. Well, you remember the puck hit. I remember the puck, but I do not remember it being it that went, close to my it head. Went, it went over your head by like two, yeah. maybe three feet. It like, went yeah. over you. The thing is, I wasn't looking, so I wouldn't Right, know. right. But you're like looking back, and we all went, ah! like, We all did this, and you're like, yeah. oh, what, what? You're like, you're like, you're like looking for it. Yeah. But it like went flying back over. But that's... Um, but the the thing I failed to mention to her, and the thing that was like continually taking her by surprise until like the end of the second period, was how fucking loud the puck gets. Yeah, Bam. like you wouldn't like like if you've only seen hockey on TV, you you, you know you tend not to think about it. But if you're like because we were like two or three rows back from the glass, yeah, mm-hmm. and and you know anytime the anytime someone shot the puck into the corner, just you know bam, mm-hmm. just right off the corner, and we would just jump and <laughs> go like oh my it's god, it's a hard piece of ionized rubber, yeah. that is also cold. <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's a yeah. it's a it's a it's a hard fucking object. Mm-hmm. It's another thing I'm really excited about on the 18th is we got seats right on the glass. Mm-hmm. We got four Man. seats right on the glass, mm-hmm. and they are, I'm trying to remember, they are just outside the blue, or just, yeah, just sort of inside the blue line closer mm. to the goal. Nice. So basically, we're like right on the, the face-off dot, or like yeah. pretty close. Yeah. I am really excited about Dude, that. That's even, awesome. Uh, for anybody who's listening and doesn't know, the... Uh, the Youngstown Phantoms are a USHL team, yeah, yeah, which is mm. junior hockey. So basically, kids ages seventeen <clears throat> to twenty-one, mm-hmm. you're eligible from seventeen to twenty-one to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's and there. I mean, it is just as fast, yeah, and brutal, yeah, and rough as uh, you know major league hockey. Yeah, I mean, it's they fight. Yeah, they yeah. throw they yeah. throw fists more often than they do in they the They do, pros. I was saying. They, they, um, well they all got something to prove out there. Mm-hmm. Right yeah, the yeah, the junior in the juniors they they've got less discipline, so it plays a little sloppier. Mm-hmm. Things are a little more violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more penalties. It yeah. looks more like seventies hockey. It's yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, oh dude, they're they're fun. It's fast. You get that good whiff of bo. <laughs> the play comes past, and then two seconds later, you get the trail of bo that follows it, like right down on the glass. What uh, what you also don't see that often on TV. That's that's different when you go see live hockey. Is Every single person on that ice is cussing at one another constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every everybody does it. The refs cuss at the players. The players cuss at the refs. Mm-hmm. The coaches cuss at the players and the refs. <laughs> the, Fuck you! You're going in the like, fucking box. Like everybody, everybody watches NFL mic'd up. Like picture that times four. Like it's yeah. real bad. I remember like explaining that to my mom. It was yeah. she was watching uh, a couple years ago. She was long ago. It was when the Bruins were in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and uh, you could hear like them, you know, kind of muffled, and she's like, "What are they doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, they're talking shit." And I'm like, "That's happening 
all game long. That's, yeah. that's all they do is talk shit to each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah, the the NHL mic'd ups are fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. They're incredible. Yeah. Hilarious. I really yeah. don't want to have to fucking kill Giroud tonight. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is uh, the sort of very polite, genial, like, yeah, good job, buddy. After after two guys are done fighting, mm, yeah. good job, buddy. Yep, good job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, eyebrows. He's <laughs> a Sean Thornton. Yeah. My favorite, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, hockey. That, yeah, cover, that covers local hockey, yeah. anyway. So, I guess this is a good way to segue into the NHL. We're kind of at the onset of the season. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. Um, I think uh, you two are uh, Pens fans. I am the weird, odd man weird. out. <laughs> uh, especially in this area. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a Bruins fan. So. Yeah. Uh, and that's just because that was the team that I picked in NHL hits <laughs> for, for the Xbox. What? I was right. wondering why, because uh, actually, come to think of it, so Christy's stepdad mm. is a huge Bruins fan. Yeah. And he was from the area. Mm. When he was a kid, he played, and not only that, he played hockey, and not only did he play hockey, apparently he was kind of hot shit. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, if they hadn't left, he might have actually, he, I don't know, he might have actually really kind of been something. I mean, that's to hear him tell it. You sure. know, everyone's got their story. Oh, but. sure. But uh, yeah, no, I was telling him you're a Bruins fan. He, yeah. he, he got he, he kind of like lit up. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bruins fan. Bruins fan. Well, and that was like the first time I knew anything about hockey. Yeah. Was I was playing my brother's N64 and a, the cartridge I still have that we played on the show. Uh -huh. Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey '98. <laughs> yes. I was seven years old. I picked the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, which at the time I think were the worst team in the league, <laughs> and, I, and I kicked my brother's ass. Yeah, and I was hooked from then. And then I was a Blackhawks fan, and I, you know, maybe which is why I can tolerate the Browns sometimes. <laughs> uh, I got used to watching them lose. Yeah, and then when NHL hits came out, um, we used Alec and I used to pick the Bruins. Yeah, and uh, and that's kind of just like you know who I stayed with was Boston. Yeah. You know what's so funny is when I was a kid. I got a, 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 a uh, I, I went to get a winter jacket with my mom. I was pretty young. Mm -hmm. We went to the village discount outlet, right, to mm -hmm. pick up like a used winter jacket. I had a Chicago Blackhawks winter jacket. Did you? I didn't actually realize hockey existed, but I had a, <laughs> I had a Blackhawks jacket. That's sweet. Yeah, and I wore it a lot. I wore it out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love the Hawks, man. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, Chicago's <clears throat> any original sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like acceptable to be a fan of no matter where you're at in the country. It's okay to be uh, right. a, a Hawks fan in, yeah. in Los Angeles. They're you know legit. I mean? They're everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I picked the Bruins and that's who I stayed with, you know, kind of forever. <laughs> yeah. uh, they had Joe Thornton on the team at the time. Mm -hmm. Jumbo Joe. Yeah. Playing yeah. with the Sharks, which I think is probably part of the reason that Alex is a big Sharks fan now, too. Yeah. Because we were both huge Joe Thornton fans. He was my favorite player when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, was he his beardy back then? Yes, but he was younger and less so. Oh, okay. And he had hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, no, it's J Jumbo Joe, man. The... Yeah. Um, the second stupidest trade that Boston ever made behind Johnny Boychuk. Oh, yeah. And then the third stupidest mm. trade is Phil Kessel. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you're feeling down. I keep just... forgetting you was a Bruin to start with. Yeah, he got drafted by the Bees. He played uh, one year. <laughs> Anytime you're feeling down, just whisper to yourself, Phil Kessel has two Stanley Cups. Yep. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, but no, as a big Bruins fan, man, I guess we should talk about the league. What's going on right now? Yeah, you well, your uh, your you, this uh, this new expansion team, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, are fucking yeah. scary. Yes, they, fucking scary. They currently are eight and one. Yeah, they're they're at the top um, of the NHL power rankings. By that's the way, very yeah. Weird. They're, um, uh, in the standings, uh, they're behind mm-hmm. only. LA. LA, the Kings, yeah, yeah, but they um, they were they were at the top on the first week. I mean, they were yeah. like on the onset, they were scary. <sighs> I gotta start, I gotta start watching them. They're mm-hmm. fucking intense, man. It's yeah. well, and they got like the thing that scares me is the depth of the goalie position. I'll tell you what, like they yeah. had okay, Flurry, which we right. all know, sure, se- sure. season veteran. They also got picked up Malcolm Subban from free agency, who used to play at Providence, which mm-hmm. is the farm team for Boston, right? Yeah. Uh, and then he would get called up throughout the year whenever, like, Tuka Rask would get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, he'd, like, they, he'd, they'd run him in as the yeah. backup. Yeah. And um, I'll tell you what, man. At, at Boston, he got fucking shelled. I mean, like, he got shelled at Boston. <laughs> uh, they, you know, he, he regularly given up five goals a night. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was frustrating mm. to watch him. Uh-huh. And, and now that we're watching him play in Vegas and... Like perform Malcolm Subban, incidentally, is PK Subban's brother. I was going to ask you about that. PK Subban, the biggest pimp in the NHL, second biggest (laughs) pimp in the NHL. Uh, A tale of two Subans. Yeah, who's the who's the biggest pimp in the NHL? Yarmir Yager. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Yeah, no. uh, (laughs) Yarmir Yager, at his age and all of that, is the the old bull of the top of the hill. That young bull and Mm -hmm. old bull joke. (laughs) You know the one who says, "I'm going to walk down there. Yeah, I'm going to fuck all of them." Yep. <laughs> yeah, Yar- Yager, man, he's the man. But no, Malcolm got shelled in Boston. Mm-hmm. And watching him play in Vegas, I don't think it was his goaltending that was bad. I think it was just Boston's defense that was sure was think? bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could have told you that. <laughs> right? No, it's the truth, man. They, Boston has never been a defensive team. They, they, mm-hmm. their, their defense is there. Like, like uh, the cup, the cup year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you were a defensive team that year. Yeah. I well, I mean, but they, they even then, like, they weren't pay, playing prevent defense. They were. They were enforcers. It was an enforcer right. defense. It was Milan Lucic, mm-hmm. who, but it won him the cup. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The, they were the big bad Bruins. So <laughs> yeah, go for it. But no, they were the they were the big bad Bruins again. Like they were, you know, yeah. Zdeno Chara in his prime. You know, mm-hmm. big, scary. Uh, you know, uh, Milan Lucic regularly putting people through the glass and breaking it. Yeah. I mean, they were fucking scary, man. But uh, I think that was the problem: is that defense just kind of like petered off over the years. Uh, and and uh, Malcolm got shelled when he was in Boston, and then like you know, the fans didn't like him, and now he's in Vegas behind a defense that can you know help him out yeah. a little bit, and he's putting up numbers, man. I mean, like he he's is, putting up yeah. real numbers. Flory's out with uh, with a concussion under protocol, right? Uh, right. And uh, the backups are just holding down the fort for him. I mean, like they are—they are really looking scary. That's there's not, and that's what won Pittsburgh the Cup the last couple of years is depth at the goalie position. Exactly. You, yeah. know, you had Flurry and Matt Murray. Now, Who are they putting net more right now in Las Vegas? In Las Vegas, yeah. uh, right now uh, it's Malcolm Subban and the other guy whose name I can't remember. Um, uh, but Flurry's out <laughs> on concussion protocol. Oh, okay. That's next, what you're just saying for the next couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're both. I can't remember the other guy's name right now, but they're putting up. Numbers, man. Yeah. Is it uh, is it Varlamov? It might be Varlamov. Yeah. 
Vermilurve. Vermilurve. <laughs> but no, it's, they're fucking terrifying, man. Uh, yeah. At the start of this year, I always make a way too early pick every year. Yeah. For uh, yeah. like the Heisman Trophy, <clears throat> for the national championship, for uh, the Super Bowl, for the NHL, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? My way too early pick this year was the Edmonton Oilers, mm-hmm. yeah. which I'm still maintaining. Yeah. But I, if like if the Knights can keep this up through December. Yeah. Uh, like if they can get to December and still play this way, the league's in trouble because they look <laughs> tough, man. Yeah, it's so crazy tough. to come yeah. out the gate like this. A, a year one franchise. Well, remember Anaheim? It wasn't much longer after the the Mighty Ducks came out that they put up a cup. You know what I mean? Right. So like it, it's it's a little different than an NFL expansion where you got to build a franchise for a couple years. Yeah, it, it, you can like. They, there's like certain rules about being able to, to draft uh, current players and mm-hmm. things like that, which is why they have like you Mark know, Andre Fleury, Fleury uh, Cody Eakin, yeah, um, you know, players like these that already have like established names in the league, sure, um, which helps, you know, is yeah. tremendous help, tremendous help, yeah, and so of course then you know you're you're you put you know players with experience, you know, mm-hmm. along along with a couple draft picks, uh, sure, uh, plus you know coaches with experience yeah. together and and. You, you know, you, you don't have, like, a, a core yet. You know, these guys, are, you know, it's their first time working with one another. But yeah. but you've got, uh, you know, your whole team is just people with experience. Right. You know, they're, they're not just, like, fresh out of the out of college, you know. Right. They're not just all rookies. And I don't know how exactly the NFL expansion worked, but I think Cleveland, for the most part, when they came back, yeah. had new players, like young players. Yeah. You know, rookies, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, same with the Houston Texans when the NFL expanded to put the Texans in. Texans in. Yeah. Um, you know, new players. It's a young squad, young franchise. These guys don't have that. They have... They have, uh, you know, some new players. They have some new draft picks. Right. Um, they have some free agents. And they got some veterans. Mm-hmm. And they're putting up numbers, man. I mean, they are fucking scary right now. Yeah. So I still think. Great for hockey. Great for hockey. Really great, great for, for hockey. hockey. And all that does is add fuel to the fire of now Now there's 31 teams in the NHL. Yeah. And we're still one team down for the Western Conference. Yeah. That kind of adds fuel to the, 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 the fire of. Uh, should we put another Western Conference team in? And yeah. I think I told you, Ben. Adds a little grist to the old rumor mill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh... the mayor of Seattle got approved a $650 million hockey arena. No for the shit. City. They have plans drawn up. Yeah. Oh, my God. If, if, if you can draw, and, and I've seen the Golden Knight crowd mm. if you can draw a market for hockey in las vegas yeah absolutely you, you can definitely do it in seattle absolutely yeah. i can't imagine the league saying no to a proposal right from yeah. from seattle yeah god i just i can imagine so easily like jeff bezos yeah basically buying a team i would love you know? that man that, that's what we need Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I know there's we're, we'll get into this a little later, but I know the NFL is talking about expanding overseas to Europe. Yeah, oh, you know what? Yeah, I know I know Londoners are very big on on gridiron football. Yeah. Now. like mm-hmm. like we have a game there every year, and there and yeah, we just had it. Yeah, the Browns, Browns and the Vikings played over there. Yeah. 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 And if you look at that crowd, it's all different jerseys from all around the league. There was just <laughs> guys who wanted to come see a real football game. Yeah. yeah. Which real cool. football. Yeah, real, yeah, real football. And real hope you're paying attention, Your Majesty. <laughs> Your Majesty, if you could, please 
bite me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, I, I like. I think we're we're at this kind of point of stagnancy now in most major sports where we kind of have the same teams for a while. And yeah, um, NHL definitely needs to get to thirty-two. They need to get a Western Conference team in there. The NFL, I think, is going to start expanding. I'd yeah. like to see the NFL go to thirty-six teams. I think that would be a lot more interesting than the thirty-two mm. they have. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But um, uh, one thing I'm kind of uh, happy about about the current NHL season is I've watched a few games, and I haven't seen that uh, that face-off violation penalty come. No, up. thank God. Thank yeah. fucking goodness, because that that's a dumb penalty. I feel like I've watched it happen once. Did we see it once? It was, that was a preseason game. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. They, they called that penalty a few times. Yeah. Um, which is which is basically you know in a, in a in a situation where you would normally be uh, kicked out of the face off yeah like your toes your your skates can't cross the hash marks right exactly. anymore um so you get warned once and then if you do it again it's a two minute penalty <sighs> it's on. it's a dumb fucking it's a thing, dumb yeah. thing to put in and while we're at it can we get rid of the uh, fucking uh, uh, hybrid icing rule too <laughs> yeah we need we need it out of here already uh, hockey is an old timer sport man yeah it's it's a sport that's populated and commentated on by old timers the people who came before and nobody's happy about hybrid icing <laughs> yeah. like we know the way hockey's supposed to be played it's okay to introduce some changes to keep the game fresh as it evolves it's right. not okay to be an annoying pain in the ass let them hunt the puck down for icing nobody gets hurt chasing the puck for icing no. right? just let them I, mean, I don't know I, I would imagine people do but like you probably count them on one hand right. very right. rarely it's, you not, know what it's, I mean? it's not like it happens all the time this is a sport where when things get too rough, they just let the players have at each other. Yeah, right. So I don't think letting them chase down the puck is going to hurt anything. Yeah. But no, I, I, my way too early pick is is still the Edmonton Oilers. I think this is the Oilers' comeback year. Yeah. Making up for the uh, shitty Gretzky trade all those years ago. I think this is going to be the redemption year. Connor McDavid is still hot. Mm-hmm. Um wasn't it Edmonton who spanked the shit out of us the other day, seven to one or something like that? That was a uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Winnipeg. The Jets. Yeah. Jesus. What? Can we talk about that real quick? What is with the fucking Pens yo-yo? Yeah, right I now? don't know, man. It's yeah, they're they're not consistent right now. Mm. I get I get the feeling. Um, yeah, me too. Pardon. <laughs> I get. The, <laughs> I I I I get the feeling that. A lot of teams are because the Pens are the ones to aim for this year. Yeah, uh, and I think I think what they're what's wrong is they're having trouble adapting to the teams that are that are starting to figure out how the Pens sure. operate. And, well, and Chicago smacked the shit out of us real early. Sure. That's, yeah. Yeah. Chicago's sort of on the upswing. Like they're yeah. trying to cut like that the that franchise yeah. team of the early two thousands. Were you know we're starting to see. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that game was something like six nothing or something back. like yeah. that, mm-hmm. and, and it was like clearly like go out to the schoolyard, mm-hmm. find the biggest bully, and knock, knock his nose in. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, like you said, I do picks every year. The, the the first year that you guys won two years ago the cup, I picked the stars, and I was wrong. And then last year, it was I, a good guess. It was though, a good guess. Fair. Yeah, yeah, they were they were up there. Uh, but last year, yeah. uh, I I said the pens are going to repeat. Remember, I, way yeah. early, I said the pens are going to repeat yep. this year. Uh, and while I think they will make the playoffs this year. Um, I don't think they're going to come in on a high rank. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to come in either wild card or just above wild card. Yeah. And I think they're going to fall in the first round. 
I think. First round. Way early, which is better than the Bruins are going to do, because <laughs> the Bruins will again fail to make the playoffs. I, th- I, I think what the watchword now in in the league is 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 just young talent. Yeah. I think it's I think it's the players with the youngest, most active, healthiest. Yeah. Uh, uh, cores. One or two years under their belts at most, mm-hmm. eager to eager to uh, to get in there and, and prove themselves. Um, like what, what about Jakey Boy? What about Jake Gensel? Gensel, 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 all young guy. With Gensel's something. got a career ahead of him. Yeah. I don't think it's at Pittsburgh. I no, think Pittsburgh. Possibly not. I think Pittsburgh at the end of this year will get rid of Gensel. I think they will trade him up for either more draft picks mm. or for uh, somebody else young. Like I mean, like I mean, look at last year when when the big names that weren't, you know, Sidney Crosby, Jonathan Taves, yeah, uh, when the you know the big names were Connor McDavid mm-hmm. and Jack Eichel and Austin Matthews, right. you mm-hmm. know, um, they're still the big names, man. Yeah, yeah, and but that's what I'm saying is like it's all last season was like the new players had the spotlight, the yeah. rookies, the young, the young guns. The new guard is in, yeah, essentially. Um, yeah, this this is the year they're really going to start taking off. That's interesting. I, that's why, and that's why I think Edmonton's got a shot this year. Yeah. If McDavid stays healthy, Edmonton's going to be awful tough to stop going through the stretch. Yeah, like heading into spring, like they're going to be. A team that's for real, yeah. uh, and I, I think I think they have the guns to go all the way this year. Uh, McDavid was great last year, but now he's got a team behind him to help him. Right, um, right. and yeah. I think he's going to be kind of the new guard. Um, I think before Sidney Crosby retires, he's going to put up one more cup, and I think that will cement him mm-hmm. kind of like in the like Peyton Manning's. Of the NHL, sure, you know what I mean. Sure. That'll mm-hmm. cement him as maybe not the best, but pretty close. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean. Right. He's in the second layer of the pantheon. You, yeah. Right now, <laughs> right now, he's top ten. He's, he's going to be one of those guys that even people that don't watch the sport will know. Oh yeah, Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna have the same neck recognition as uh, uh, Gretzky and yeah. Lemieux yeah. and Gordy Howe to hockey fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're gonna know him. Yeah. Uh, he's already made a great Be- case people, for himself. People already. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, he's, exactly. He's, he's, he's made a great case for himself. Still is far and away the biggest name currently sure. in the NHL. Again, with him too, though, it's also narrative is a big thing. Yeah. He's a pretty boy who doesn't do a lot of fighting, right? Sure. I mean, that drives people <laughs> fucking nuts. I think. But see, that's the thing. He, <laughs> he is a lot tougher than detractors think he is. He's sure. tough. He, oh, he can hang in there. Sure, but like the story is so irresistible. Mm, yeah. People, people love to fucking hate that guy. <laughs> and here's you know? the thing. I, as much as I dislike Tom Brady, you know, one of the things nobody ever talks about with Tom Brady mm-hmm. is that he's fucking tough, man. Yeah. This guy mm-hmm. gets fucking laid out a lot. <laughs> a lot of guys are gunning for Brady. And yeah. he, he takes some shots. Yeah. And he stays tough. And uh, that's Crosby's got that, you know what I mean? Like he's mm. got that hang tough ability, yeah. and he's not, like he's not in there, you know what I mean? Like he's not, he's not in there, taking taking punches, you know what I mean? He's not fighting, yeah. right? You know, he he can he can hang tough. He can take some shots and be and be. <laughs> thinking know, of uh, pretty firm. Last year's uh, the the final 
uh, for the uh, I don't remember which game it was. Oh, we got shot in the head. Yeah. Well, yeah. Matt, that, the was, time he that was Matty Niskanen mm-hmm. on the uh, Capitals. I seem to remember he had at one point PK Subban's head on the the ice and was just mm, knocking it in, yeah. knocking him off the ice yeah. over and over. I remember, I remember that. And then, yeah, his back was to the ref too, so yeah, he was right, able to see it just like jabbing his head into the ice. <laughs> I thought that was good. <laughs> Yeah, that was um, yeah. that was uh, that was because uh, because his he- his head injury was from uh, was off of uh, Matt Niskanen, mm-hmm. right? Um, th- th- which is something good. we talked about on the podcast. Yeah, actually. yeah. You know, this was happened. in the um, this was in the finals when he did this when they were playing Nashville for the yeah. cup. Um, yeah, that was nasty. That was nasty. I think you brought up the point then is that you know Niskanen's not a goon. You know what I mean? Like he didn't do no. it intentionally. Right. It was, no, he just plays on a team full of goons. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. That's right. It was it was a bang bang kind of play, and he, you know, it happened real fast. What do you think's but, in store for the Preds this year? Hopefully, the, hopefully, good things. Yeah, the Preds have proven that fucking crowd is awesome. I, you got to love them. That's a hockey town. Man. Yeah. At the end of the season. At the end of the season. Oh, your fault. Oh, your, yeah. Wow. Oh. How fucking brutal. <laughs> that I shit. love that. As a hockey fan, like yeah. I hated it because it was my my pets. But, yeah. yeah. But Jesus. Jesus. But 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 yeah. But I mean, by the end of the series, you know, they were up on their feet. Great show of respect from from the city. Yeah. Uh, uh, chanting, you know, we want the cup. We, we want, want the, the cup. cup. Yeah. Like you they know, took to it right yeah. away. Yeah, I, mean, I love that. They're I a hockey city, that. man. Yeah. Where it's like Atlanta, when the Thrashers were around, they were not. You know what yeah. I mean? Nashville took to that. The entire South took to the Preds <laughs> right. like, real quick. They kind of stood in. <laughs> I don't know nothing about this newfangled ass soccer here, but <laughs> yeah, right. They <laughs> took to soccer. it. I they, think I think they got fights and beer, so it's yeah. high by me. <laughs> I think the Preds. I think the Preds have a shot to go up to the championship game. Yeah, um, sure. Like the the um, Eastern Conference Championship, I, I think I think they have a shot. How about that car they had covered with pens? That nah, was cool. People were just they were like, brutal, gotta, man. Everyone got a turn to hit it with a sledgehammer. Yeah. The entire oh, city, man. Man. <laughs> they were brutal. I'm telling you, they're a hockey city, man. They're ready. The attitude is great. Yeah, if they keep going, well, I'd like okay, Bruins fans. So yeah, Broad Street Bullies, Big Bad Bruins. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I love I love a little shit talking. Sure, you know what I mean. It's, it's great for the sport. Yeah, it's great, it's great for, like, for the sport. Have a real rivalry. Yeah, going. some competitiveness. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, Nashville. They proved it. I'll tell you who else to fucking look out for, man. The St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. (laughs) Watch out for the Blues, man. They've been. They've had two showings in the past two seasons in the playoffs. Yeah. And they've both been strong showings. Tarasenko is a sleeper champ. Tarasenko is a sleeper champ, man. I'm telling you. And I might just be a Blues fan. They. I was watching a couple years ago when they blanked the the Blackhawks. Yeah. And I was watching rooting for Chicago. By the end of that series, I was rooting for. St. Louis. You don't need to say blanked. We can say fucked. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an adult show. They, I mean, like they blanked. shut them out, man. And Billy like blanked. they won the first game. I remember Chicago put up numbers, like fifty-two shots on goal. Yeah, and St. Louis won one to nothing. <laughs> like, like they fucking, they yeah. fucking on sixteen shots on net. Yeah, they 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 slipped one past Corey Choke artist Crawford, and. <laughs> <laughs> and and like I mean they put up the, the Blues man they're for real yeah like they're they're for real this year yeah I've I watched s- a couple of their games they're a lot of fun to watch yeah they're fun they they play they play uh, Smash Mouth hockey yeah I, I still think I'm maintaining that this year uh, is going to be 
uh, Edmonton's year. Yeah. So uh, that's my way too early pick of the year. Uh, uh, you guys have a way too early pick. Honestly, um, I haven't watched enough to really say. Put, put your fandom aside. Yeah. Put your fandom aside. Of course. Um, you know, putting my fandom aside wouldn't matter because the Bruins are a mess. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, put your fandom aside and try. Well, and I don't have to put my fandom aside to say I'm not feeling confident in the Pens this year. I mean, we'll I mean, see. A lot would have to change. Yeah. Yeah. And it always does. Well, that's, and that's, always what, does. that's what we said two years ago. Right. Yeah. And then, when, when and then we, everything changed and right. won. Yeah. That's basically Sully changed Sully, their game. Yeah. Sully, Sully changed. Yeah. Hell of a coach. Yeah, he is a hell of a um, coach. We're, it's going to be interesting to see how he adapts coming through the winter time. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, a lot has yet to change. But I, I will just say, it, in the interest of being completely honest, I'm not feeling very confident. Yeah. This inconsistency is bugging me. Yeah. Um, and if, if they don't if they don't figure out their game, or if they can't find a way to keep people from figuring out theirs, mm. then I, I don't think we're going to have the kind of season we had last season. Yeah. But who knows? Have you seen anything that makes you want to pick another team for the Not cup? Not really. I haven't watched enough. Okay. To be totally honest, I haven't watched enough. I've, I've watched just barely enough to say that I, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit Columbus. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Columbus just, had just a, a legit touch. shot last year. Too. Yes. Yeah. The 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 problem is when they play the Penguins, they do the same stuff every time. They've got skilled shooters. Yeah, absolutely. They've got they've got great offensive talent. They have Sergei Bobrovsky in net. Yeah. Bobrovsky. Yeah. No, Bobrovsky. Uh, yeah, and and John Tortorella, John. veteran coach. <laughs> it's a it's a good team, but. They fell into the same trap that they always do when they play the Penguins, which is they, they just resort to just beating them up, yeah, trying to yeah, beat them up. Penn sniffed that out last season and, and just skated circles around them. Sure. Mm-hmm. You can't against uh, – the Pens are a team of skill shooters. Mm-hmm. They've never been a defensive team. No. Never. They've been a team of like uh, – I keep making this analogy back to the Patriots. They're, they're like a New England Patriots kind of style <laughs> offense. Yeah. Like they run their team where – all right, well, we'll let our defense lax a little bit, but we're just going to score more points than you. Right. Uh, and that's how the Pens in the past eight years have <clears throat> kind of played. You know what I mean? Yeah. God, I mean, the, I mean, the I can't remember what game it was. I can't remember who they played. I wish I could, though. I, I watched them play a ridiculous, beautiful defensive game. Yeah. That kind of blew my mind. Yeah. I mean, I don't you're know. Used they're, to it. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. Capable of pulling, they're, they're capable of pulling – some ludicrous defensive players. Sure, towards sure. towards the end of uh, last postseason, their their block shot totals were ridiculous. Oh, they were nuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they need to, they're in the pocket and they're there. Yeah, but I mean, traditionally, what gets them there is offense. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. got you got you've got Malkin, you've got. I mean, we, such a big do we have to say anything about like Sidney Crosby, <laughs> yeah, right. Phil Kessel? That first yeah. line is scary. And let's not forget all the you know all the shooting defensemen. Yeah. you know between mm-hmm. uh, between uh, Chris Letang. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh my God! Why can't I think of his name? We got him from Chicago. Oh, Trevor uh, Daly. Tri- Daly, right? Yeah. Trevor Daly. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a fast fast team. Yeah. Um, for sure, man. For sure. That that tries to take a lot of as many shots as they can, except on the power play for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, do we want to steer into college ball? Do we want to talk college football? Well, I was getting there. Okay. We're getting there. Okay. We got. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk um, 
Uh, go ahead, finish, finish up, and then I will. No, but I, um, I was just gonna say, uh, my 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 point is, I I I'm feeling good about Columbus this year. Yeah. Just because they 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 show consistently that they have the potential, I think I think that they can through the course of this season work on their shortcomings and and stand a real good shot. They do. Yeah. They had a real good shot last year, and I would dare say they had a real good shot the year before. Mm-hmm. They just didn't. Execute it. Well, they've, I mean, they've, they've, they've messed us up, you know, including last season. I remember right. a That's a good pick. Me. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see, because uh, I'm pretty much right now, I've been correct with my picks, so. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if Edmonton does it. I think Columbus stands a good shot. I, mm. I think my backup pick would be St. Louis. Yeah. They have a really good shot to get in there and hold tight. Uh, I did want to get into college ball. Before that, I want to briefly touch on the NFL, which okay. I'm not as big of a fan of. Nah. Not my, not my favorite. But we got to talk, well, we gotta talk about it. We got to talk about the Browns. We got to talk about um, the fucking Browns. <laughs> I, re- I read an article that ESPN did a couple days ago after their loss to the Vikings in London. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, and it, the article basically summed up uh, what I think a lot of Browns fans have been struggling to put into words. Yeah. And that's that Hugh Jackson went to the coach of the Browns, Hugh Jackson, went to the yeah. podium after that loss and said basically, uh, we know. At this point right now, we have to be perfect in order to win a game. Yeah. That's where we're at. And that's what he said. And basically what ESPN summed up was it's a team full of not just young players, but players that at this time don't have the talent to succeed in this league. They don't have the talent Mm. to win in the NFL. They don't. And they have to be perfect in every aspect of the game. To do to, to win a game. Like they have to be perfect to win a game. And they don't have the talent to compete and just be at 80%. But but it seems to me too, it really seems to me, from as much of the Browns as I've watched, which isn't that much, I watch a couple of games this season, mm. right? It seems to me what loses games for the Browns is all these little fuck ups. All these little false starts, all these little sure. stupid penalties, all the yeah. lack of interceptions. A, a, a perfectly yeah. good 15-yard completion gets called back for a holding call yeah, exactly. back at the line of scrimmage. Right. That's, it, it's well, like discipline is a huge well, part and, of it. And the part of that goes along with being young. And yeah. The other part is just uh, inexperience. It's not even just the penalties. It's the, the biggest problem that Cleveland has had since they came back yeah. is that they get quarterbacks – they ruin quarterbacks. They yeah. ruin quarterbacks. <laughs> and yeah. like everybody, everybody's like, oh, every every Cleveland fan. If you go on the Facebook page, it's toxic. Every Cleveland fan's <laughs> like, they they're ready to shoot these quarterbacks. Like get yeah. Kaiser out of there, start Hogan. And I, I like I fell I fell into that trap too. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Get him out of there. He's throwing too many interceptions. Do this, do that. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not the court. The quarterback is not the end all be all for Cleveland's woes. No, they ruin quarterbacks in that city. They mm-hmm. ruin them. Uh, Tim Couch was our first draft pick out of Kentucky uh, in 99 when they came back. And everybody likes to shit all over Tim Couch. If you put Tim Couch in Denver, if you put Tim Couch in Indianapolis, if you put Tim Couch in – what's a good offense for him? The Eagles. Mm -hmm. Tim Couch succeeds in the NFL and uh, Mm -hmm. only retires – a couple years ago, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like at Kentucky, I was you know watching college ball okay. back in the day. 
you know, he was a good quarterback. He went out there. He stood and delivered in Cleveland uh, behind an offensive line Mm -hmm. that regularly got him killed. (laughs) You know what I mean? No protection. (laughs) Yeah. And, And that kid who was known for throwing the long ball. And making plays outside the pocket, yeah. got gun shy. He yeah. got afraid to throw the ball because he was getting hit as he threw, throwing interceptions, and he got scared. So this is what you mean when you say they ruin quarterbacks. They ruin quarterbacks. They give them no cover. They put them in a bunch of bad situations that fuck their heads They up put them behind a box play. that'll hold for a, a second and a half mm-hmm. and then say, mm-hmm. all right, make the throw under pressure every single time. Yeah. And you can't do it. The only quarterback they had that successfully did that sort of was Johnny Manziel. Yeah. And that's because that that's what he was used to doing when he played at AM. Mm-hmm. And when Manziel played at AM, I mean he was a he was one of the picks for Heisman that I got right. Yeah. He was a fucking joy to watch, man. That <laughs> kid was fucking fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, and, and like it's a shame that he kind of fucked up his career opportunity because he could have been the franchise quarterback. He really could have yeah. with some development and a little uh fucking adult attitude. Like right. you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. Um, he didn't have the right coach behind him. Patton wouldn't start him because he was a shithead. And, you know, good on Patton for that. But Patton, right. Patton also didn't seem to want to groom him at all. Yeah. Like, nobody mm. wanted to give this kid a shot. And Here's a dumb question. Humor me. I'm an idiot. Why can we not seem to build a line that can protect the quarterback for long enough to pull up a play. Like why, why are we, why can we not develop the team this way? The simple answer is that, uh, injuries are another huge factor. Injuries have plagued Cleveland since the, you know, the the renewal. We had an entire sketch about it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. right. Exactly. No, I mean, but that's, (laughs) that's the simple answer is that they've drafted linemen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joe Thomas, who, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, every year he's played in the league has been a pro bowler. Mm-hmm. Up until a couple games ago, he took over 10,000 snaps in the, uh, straight yeah. consecutive in the NFL. That is a ridiculous statistic. He yeah. took over 10,000 snaps mm-hmm. for 11 solid seasons. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that he has to play at a city like Cleveland. Joe yeah. Thomas has only won something like... Uh, 40% of, not even 30% of the games he's played in. That's horribly depressing. Yeah, it is. I mean, and this this guy's uh, like an 11 time, 10 time Pro Bowler. Yeah. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And it, to, to like drive my point home, two games ago, he got injured. He, 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 the snap streak is broken. He tore his tricep off the bone yeah. in play. And there's a great, Mike, mm. Hugh Jackson was mic'd up. For that NFL, and oh. like you, you, he, he, they see the injury, and they, they, the, the mic up always, you know, when they show it on NFL films. Is they, this the game that we watched at the Eagles? It might have been. I remember one of they're our guys got the, dropped on the field. They're playing the Titans. Mm-hmm. Was that it? It was Joe Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had Hugh Jackson mic'd up, and he's like, you know, he sees the injury. He's like, what's going on? And then he looks over on, and he sees the field, and you just watch the. The color drain out of his face, Ugh. and he goes, "Oh fuck!" Like, yeah, because Joe Thomas is the Browns. Yeah, like he's the, he's the center. So he's the you know the, the guy who snaps the ball, offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. The they have two fifths of a good offensive line, and Joe Thomas is one of those players, Ugh. and he's out for the season. He is. Browns football. Yeah. And he's hurt. And that's the story of Cleveland. They've never been mm-hmm. able to put together an offensive line. When they draft great offensive linemen, they get hurt. Yeah. Uh, either in the preseason or at practice. 
They can't. They can't put it together. But what is this? Just fantastically bad luck? Part God hates Cleveland. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. I mean, God yeah. hates Cleveland. It's it's, it's just it's stupid. It's um, ridiculous. But they can't. I mean, and, and then they're just you know poor drafting decisions and uh, you know putting Kenny Britt at wide receiver instead of keeping Terrell Pryor mm. um, or Gary Barnage, who's been in the league for a long time. Right? What a stupid fucking decision. The guy <laughs> on your team, your, your tight end, has more catches than your receivers. Yeah. Getting yeah. rid of Gary Barnage, you know, dumb, dumb calls, dumb coaching calls. Yeah. And here's my, here's what I maintain. He was on my fantasy league last yeah, season. Mine never too. steered me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I maintain that it's a scam. I think I think Haslam's just in it for the money because the Browns do still draw revenue. Yeah, you know, shockingly nationwide, worldwide, they they still have a, a dedicated fan base for some <laughs> against all odds. Like it's making money, and it doesn't necessarily behoove them to to put the time, money, and effort into drafting or you know creating a team and developing a team. Yeah, that. That can do that because they're making money hand over fist. Why waste more? Try yeah. and give people what they want. It's yeah, it's it's a real race to the bottom kind of thing. I'll give you an interesting statistic about the Browns. Okay, the Browns are zero and twenty five. They've lost their last twenty five games. <laughs> um, Unbelievable. <laughs> um, they. Mm. The only other team... No, they're 0-25 on Sundays, excuse me. They're 0-25 on Sundays. They won Thursday night football against the Chargers last year. They're 0-25 on Sundays. The only other team in league history who's got a worse streak than that was the 76-77 Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who went (laughs) 0-26. So we will tie that record if we lose next week to... Uh, the, it's the one game that we maybe have a chance to win. I can't remember who it is. Okay. I can't remember who we're playing. But it's the one game on the rest of the schedule that we have a chance to win. And if we don't, we're going to lose. All the rest of our gamers are Sunday games. Um, <laughs> so they're going to like make that record. And I think, I maintain that if they drop every game this year, yeah, I don't think it's just going to be Hugh Jackson's going to be out at coach. We're going to have some changes. I think they're going to seriously consider moving the franchise. I, th- I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna move Cleveland out of Cleveland. <sighs> um, I, 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 you know what I that mean. That is so sad to think about. Yeah, because it's already happened once in our yeah, lifetime. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. Everyone's I, waiting for the other shoe to drop on that one. It's not. It, it, this is. I think this is their year. I mean, like this is the year that if they don't do something, yeah, this is the end. You know, uh, and I really believe that. Um, Ugh, that's so, so like, sad. On a lighter note, uh, I don't really pay attention to a lot of football. Right. Uh, in the pros. Uh, yeah. Everybody's all, oh, New England Patriots can't get it done. They're, they should be in trouble. The Patriots are 5-2. and two, And they're like, oh, the Patriots, the Patriots have to be afraid. They dropped their first game to the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is my way too early pick for the Super Bowl this yeah. year. I think this is finally the year the Chiefs get it done in the postseason yeah. and go all the way. I think the Patriots are going to make the playoffs, and I think they're going to hang tough. Everybody's talking shit like the Patriots should be worried. I don't think they need to be worried. I think they've got Tom Brady, and I think as long as he's at the helm there, that's going to be a dynasty. Sure. Um, And I think he's not going to stop until he wins one more and cements his status as the greatest quarterback ever. Or until he gets caught. Or until he gets caught. (laughs) 
God, this pisses me off because Belichick could could be our coach right now. We could be the ones defending Belichick. Yeah, yeah, right. And I want to so bad. I, I want to so bad. I want to be that guy. But I think the Chiefs are going to get it done this year. Yeah. Um, I think that's the fan base to do it. They look tough. That defense is impeccable. Uh, I think they're going to do it. That's my way too early pick. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have one you want to offer. No, I don't. I don't. I really, I a part of me, like everyone else, is really hoping the Browns go 0-16 just for the parade. Yes, but, sir. But uh, that's about the only thing I've got my eye on. Really, honest to God, fuck the NFL, man. It's fuck not the fun. NFL. The no fun league. They, they no took all fun. the fun out of it. <laughs> all the no fun league. All the stupid rules that don't make any sense that they have to explain to you on the fly whenever something happens. Yeah, right. Uh, but I guess the flip side of that, if God hates Cleveland, God really loves Columbus. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> yes, it does. For yes, the, the space arachnid that we call God. <laughs> it really likes Columbus. Someone I someone I work with, not a client, a coworker, uh, uh, refers to God as Sky Daddy. <laughs> Sky Dad. <laughs> so I guess this is the time to get into it. Yeah. I didn't look at the rankings. Yeah. Uh, this <laughs> this year, the tonight actually tonight, uh, the, the college football playoff ranking committee. Yeah. Assembled to assemble, to assembled to assemble, assembled to put together the official first college football top twenty-five rankings for the year. Yeah. Uh, everything else that they put up where they put the top twenty-five numbers up on the board has been the Associated Press ranking. Okay. And the coaches poll ranking. Yeah. Which used to be how we gauged who the number one through twenty-five teams were. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the college football playoff era they have a committee that's randomly selected of coaches, um, former players, mm-hmm. um, athletic directors, fans. Yeah. Uh, Condoleezza Rice was on the, the first college football. She's a huge football fan. Um, Condoleezza Rice was on the first college football playoff committee. Fascinating. And all argued, shout out to Condi, argued to put Ohio State in the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which we won the first year, I might add. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they assembled the night to put the top 25 together. I have not looked at that. Oh, boy. Uh, but there's a lot of tough decisions. Um, Should I call it up? You can if you'd like. Yeah. Why, why um, not? Let's, let's, let's do it on the show live. Number one and number two are pretty much not debatable at this point. Yeah. The question is, who do you put at number one and who do you put at number two? Gotcha. Alabama, the, the buzzsaw that is Alabama football, yeah. uh, headed by Nick Saban, who I think is probably the greatest coach I've ever seen coach football. They were the ones who stuffed us on New Year's last year, right? No, that was Clemson. Oh, Clemson. That's Dabo. Dabo Sweeney. Ah, Dabo. No. Dabo. Dabo. But uh, <laughs> uh, Alabama's number one in the AP poll. Georgia's number two. Yeah. They're both undefeated. Uh, they both look incredibly tough. Uh, one of those two is number one. The other one's number two. There's no debate about that. You can't. can't. Which which two have you said? Alabama and Georgia. Okay. Um, So I would assume they would keep Alabama at number one. I don't know. Because Alabama's schedule hasn't been quite as tough as Georgia's. Gotcha. So they might. Trying to find like a digestible list. Here we go. Um. So where should I should I do all twenty five or just like the top ten? Yeah, go go with the top go with the top ten. Okay, that sounds right. So at number ten, Miami. Yeah, that's not a surprise. 
uh, or seven and zero. At number nine, the eight and zero Wisconsin. The Wisconsin. Oh, they dropped the Badgers down. They were five in the AP poll. Ooh. Wisconsin has the weakest schedule of all the power teams right now. Okay. And mm. and we'll see. The only thing that will put them up higher is if they beat Ohio State. Mm. Okay. Uh, at number eight, with a 7-1 record, TCU. TCU, go Horn Frogs! <laughs> they just lost to Iowa State uh, last Saturday, mm. who is another one of my favorite teams. The Cyclones always upset somebody. Yeah. So. Um, at number seven, with a 7-1 record, Penn State. <gasps> they put Penn State behind <laughs> Ohio State. <laughs> ah, yes! At number six, with a record of 7-1, Ohio State. State. The Whoa. Ohio State University. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew they were going to drop yeah, us. I knew wow. they were going to drop us down. Uh, number five. Notre Dame. At 7-1 is Oklahoma. Oh, okay. So they are Indeed. out of the playoffs. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, at number four, with a record of 7-1. Notre Dame. Clemson. Oh. What? Okay. What? At number three, also with a 7-1 record. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Wow, they put them way up there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. At number two with an 8-0 record is Alabama. Oh, they put Georgia number one. And okay. Georgia's number one. With <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. So that's fucking interesting. That's fucking um, interesting. That, so that is about as good as I think I could have picked that out. Because uh, as it stood, Ohio State in the AP ranking was number three. Whoa. And I don't think that was a justified ranking. Yeah, uh, and I think Oklahoma fans would have been really pissed if they, since Oklahoma beat us earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. I think they would have been pissed if we got put ahead of them. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a pretty fair ranking. I did not expect Notre Dame to be top four. That's wow. a surprise. N- number three or, or number three. three. Number three. The only wow. team, incidentally, that beat Notre Dame this year was Georgia. They beat Notre Dame in South Bend at Notre Dame Stadium. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that's that's an impressive win. That's yes. probably why Georgia's number one. Yeah. So that's going to make things really interesting. I think that's a really fair uh, ranking. I yeah. think that's a really fair ranking. Uh, Wisconsin, the only way Wisconsin has a shot to climb up is if they beat Ohio State. Yeah. I don't see that happening. No. Okay. Um, Clemson. Um, hanging tough. They still have uh, a couple big games coming at the end. NC State is one that's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, Notre Dame has to play U.S. Well, they already beat USC. Notre Dame has to play Michigan. Uh. I think Notre Dame's going to hang tough through the top four. Hmm. Um, the, mm-hmm. the, the big questions are going to be Alabama and Georgia. Because Alabama still has to play Auburn, who looks very tough. Yeah. Georgia railed over Florida. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Yeah? This is going to be an interesting season. Um, How long does the season go anyway? We're through eight games okay. right now, where there's four more, mm-hmm. and then championship week. There's four mm-hmm. more regular season games. The last week of the season, the 12th game, is rivalry week, okay. where most of the large rivalries are played. This is the Iron Bowl, Alabama-Auburn, mm-hmm. um, Ohio State-Michigan, Washington-Washington yeah. State, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be a big one to watch. I wonder when Ohio State-Michigan is. Cal Stanford. Ohio State Michigan, I think, is usually the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Okay. Typically. Nice. Um, but yeah, the, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting going through the stretch. The big question is Georgia and Alabama, because they're both SEC teams. Yeah. And one would assume that they're going to play the SEC championship game yeah. against each other if they stay at the top. And then what do you do to decide the top? 
four after that. Well, the top four are the teams that are going to go to the playoffs and play. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. Hmm. Ohio State basically has to win out the rest of their season, and they can't look weak to have any shot. Oklahoma plays the Bedlam game oh, right, next right, right. week yeah. against Oklahoma State. Yeah. Bedlam is the name of that rivalry, the Bedlam game. <laughs> That's a good um, one. Uh, both quarterbacks are Heisman candidates. Okay. Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma, who threw all over us earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and Mason Rudolph at Oklahoma State, who's put up even larger numbers. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. So those two are going to have a shootout. If Oklahoma State tops Oklahoma, that's going to make a case for Ohio State. Mason Rudolph sounds like a super villain. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> sounds like a Captain America villain specifically. Mason Mason Rudolph sounds like he he like owns. He's the head of like this giant media conglomerate, and it turns <laughs> out like he's he's been involved in like like human trafficking, and the good guys to stop him. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited, man. This is going to be a good. Uh, this is going to be. This has already been a great year for college football. A lot of, lot of upsets. Yeah. Um, TCU uh, got bumped off uh, earlier this year or a couple weeks ago uh, yeah. against uh, Iowa State. Uh, the Cyclones, who also beat Oklahoma, which is beautiful. <laughs> Love to see that. Um, Penn State. We got to talk about that game last week. Yeah, uh, let's talk about it because I didn't get to see it. Oh my God! Probably the biggest game of the year so far. Penn State, <laughs> Ohio State. Yeah, uh, you know, Penn State two in the country at the time would have probably still been one. Yeah, would have probably been two in the country. Yeah, if they if they would have held out and beat Ohio State, <laughs> you would have put them at least two, at yeah. least two. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, that comeback win. One of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, I watched the highlights with you guys, and holy shit. What a fucking game, man. Yeah. That must have been so much fun to watch. Like, a comeback like that is just, just like, all in One of the best comeback wins I've ever seen. Yeah. Because they, they just wouldn't go away. They just wouldn't go away <laughs> through the whole game. Yeah, so that was incredible. Um, Notre Dame putting up numbers, man. Yeah. I'm usually the first one to call the overrated bell against Notre Dame. (laughs) Uh, And uh, USC, at the start of this year, looked like they had a legitimate shot to go all the way. And Notre Dame shut them out. Uh, (laughs) Arizona State beat USC, the Sun Devils, unranked. And then the next week, Notre Dame went out and just whooped the shit out of them. That's a huge rivalry, Notre Dame-USC, and Notre Dame embarrassed them. So Notre Dame is not overrated this year. Wow. They have a legitimate shot at a championship. Jeez. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah, there's going to be some interesting shit, man. Yeah, you know, I haven't, I haven't watched any college football. I well, think we should remedy this the next time we can. We should. Yeah. Where's well, the thing. New Year's Day. <clears throat> yes. Is the first round of the college football playoffs. Gotcha. <coughs> well, the only round of the college football playoffs. Yeah. So the top four teams will both be playing that day. It's also the day of the Winter Classic. So yeah. the day after New Year's, mm. or, you know, New Year's Eve, we'll yeah. party, and then we'll, presumably we'll watch sports all day. That sounds good to me. Yeah. And then the next week is the championship game. So we'll see who that is. Okay. The, uh, the Winter Classic, incidentally, is uh, the New York Rangers and Buffalo Sabres. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Uh, which will be a good time. That sounds fun. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Do it. I'm going to set my fandom aside. Do it. Setting my fandom aside, I think Ohio State is still going to pull one out this year for the championship. Yeah? I think. I hope so. 
I think I, really hope I think so. the Bedlam game, you're gonna see Oklahoma drop to Oklahoma State. Okay. Um, who did you say was number four right now? Um, number four is Clemson. I think Clemson drops one more game this year. Yeah. I think Clemson drops one more game. I think Ohio State comes in on the fourth bid. Mm-hmm. I think Notre Dame wins out. Yeah. I think Alabama loses to Georgia in the SEC championship game. Okay. Actually, yeah. Let's say I'll put Ohio State third. I'll put Alabama fourth. I'll put Georgia at number one coming in at the top seed. Yeah. Notre Dame at number two. And I think the first round you're going to see uh, Ohio State and Notre Dame. And I think we're going to beat them like we always do. Yeah. And then I think you're going to see Alabama beat Georgia. Yeah. And I think you're going to see a rematch of the Sugar Bowl a couple years ago. Nice. And I think we're going to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I think that's your championship. That's super and that's cool. Set, no, that's setting my fandom aside. I think they're on the upswing. Yeah. If they have a shot. I could so, see it. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah, college football is something I don't have a lot of insight into. It's significantly like, more exciting than pro football. Yeah, yeah. Significantly more exciting. A lot better chance for big plays. Yeah. Saquon Barkley, incidentally, the running back for Penn State, is still going to win the Heisman because he still put up an incredible game against Ohio State, uh-huh. even though they lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's his Heisman trophy to lose at this point. Indeed. I mean, nobody's going to top him. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. The number, the number one. He's incredible. Man. He's incredible. He runs like Barry Sanders. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, maybe it's time we t- took a little break. Have we, we rounded it all I out? I think we rounded it all out. Awesome. Ah, all right, kids. All right, we'll be back with uh, recommendations and what we learned. All right. All right. All right. chair. I was like, what yeah. is making that squeaking noise? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, thought, I thought something happened with the computer there for a minute. Yeah, it's just it's catching fire. Don't worry about it. All right, and we're back. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed whatever we put in the center there. Uh, if, if anything nope, at all. Pro- nope. Probably not, because we're real sleepy. It's been <laughs> this like, is going to be an early yeah, night. Yeah, it's an early night, I think. Um, we, kinda, we put a bunch of pasta in our bellies. That's, and then, you know what? The two times that we've begun the podcast by eating pasta first. Yeah, it's been rough. It has translated into, like, it's what been rough. the fuck Yeah, we, we probably doing? should have started sooner. That's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back. With, we got a bunch of sketch ideas for next week. Yes, so we, yeah. we'll probably, we'll record a bunch of them and maybe backlog them. Yeah. Next week, yeah. we'll, we'll uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get through it a little earlier. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, let's move right along here and let's get this fucking shit done with. Uh, let's do let's it. Let's do it. Let's, let's go with, do it. Let's go with recommendations. Ben, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, I would like to recommend, uh, uh, I don't believe either of you guys have seen it yet, um, uh, but if you have, you can back me up, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Aubrey and I went to see Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Oh. I have not seen I have it. not seen this either. I, look, there have been, what, <laughs> look, what, five Spider-Man movies since 2002. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Uh, the first three with Tobey Maguire, uh, the second two with What's-His-Face, Garfield. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And... This is probably the single best iteration of Spider-Man in a movie that I've ever seen. Man, it looked good. It is it 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 brings it back to 
you know, what it's all about. You know, Spider-Man's, you know, Peter Parker's an awkward high schooler trying to fit in. Um, he's not. He's not a very. He's not even a very physically imposing guy. No, he's just a little punk kid. He's. Yeah. He's a. He's a smart ass. He's. He's. A, you know. He's just a, a. You know, good old kid making his way in New York City. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. And it. It really is the way they tie it into to you know the now massive Marvel Cinematic Universe that they've constructed is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it uh, it leads to uh, our villain, uh, Michael Keaton, as as Vulture, yeah. who is fantastic Man, in that role. I um, love Michael Keaton. He's so good. I'm um, so glad he's back. Yeah, me too. He's so good. Uh, 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 like what it what it actually is, and this is like right at the beginning of the movie, so like I'm not I'm not spoiling anything by telling you this, but but he like he's part of like a cleanup crew that was contracted to to clean up after you know the big alien fight in the first Avengers, the Chitari. Yeah. Okay. When they invade in the first Avengers, him and his his company are are contracted to help clean up the city. Okay. Um, of all this like alien wreckage, and he gets real real familiar with this, you know discarded alien technology. Yeah. Um, until uh, uh, an outfit that's run by, like, it's like a joint cooperative effort between the government and Tony Stark. Yeah. They come in to, to take over and basically put all these guys out of business. They dirk or derp? They dirk or derp? They dirk or derp? They dirk my germ. <laughs> so, so, so Michael Keaton's Vulture basically single-handedly creates this alien goods black market. Yeah, uh, that and that's where the story kind of begins. Is, is you know because it's years after the Avengers, and he's he's like this black market uh, uh, alien goods guy. It's a really it's a really good setup. Yeah, um, and just uh, 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 the lad who plays uh, Spider Man, the uh, lad. The lad, the British lad, the young, young British lad. Uh, yeah, the guy from Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, whose yeah. whose name I can't remember. Yeah, the guy from Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, he's he's oh, the guy from Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that guy. I want to go to the war, but I don't want to fight anybody. <laughs> Is that him? Yeah. Oh, that's him. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, he's he's super good. Um. He's he's. He's kind of the perfect choice for Peter Parker, in yeah. my opinion. Um, I think I think with like the Tobey Maguire and the and the uh, the Andrew Garfield uh, uh, casting Garfield, choices. Garfield, Garfield, Garfield. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, it all kind of goes off of the. It all kind of it all kind of goes off of the old like '60s. Spider-Man with like the the, clo- the close cut cropped hair. He's kind of tall, kind of you know, bit athletic and build. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't really doesn't really sell the you know the the you know little geek kind yeah. of thing. Uh, Tom sure. Holland. Yeah. Tom Holland is his name. I'm sorry. Booterman. Um, <laughs> um, Booterman. I wrote. But, uh, but I just Tom- wrote Booterman Herm Kerman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but Tom Holland really does. Yeah. And and. Uh, uh, as with every other Marvel movie, it's well written. It's hilarious when it needs to be, and, and tense when it needs to be. Um, uh, it it uh, 
It's just, it's super good. Just go see it. It looks, it it looks honestly, really good. it yeah. looks awesome. And, I, and I, I don't really know why I haven't seen it yet. Other than I'm like always out of the loop with movies now. It's it's so good. Early reviews, um, I'm looking for it because it comes out uh, this Thursday. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Early reviews of the new Thor Ooh. say it's like probably some of the best work Marvel's done yet. No, no shit. Sh- that's, that's kind of surprising Ragnarok. to me, actually. <laughs> oh, Ragnarok! <laughs> when you get to Valhalla, tell him Chevy sent you. Yeah, why haven't we done that? We have yet? to do that. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. We've got to pick back up on our Chevy Like a Rock like series. A rock. Actually, it'll be a lot easier to do for the podcast, too. Yeah. Uh, we kind of we kind of should get back on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, that's my recommendation. See Spider-Man Homecoming. Good one. Good one. I will, eventually. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, it's up to you, buddy. What do you got? Uh, okay, so I want to talk a little bit about it, and I haven't finished it yet. But my recommendation... Is the old man in the sea? The old man <laughs> in the sea. Good book, though, for yeah, real. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about baseball at the ocean. <laughs> uh, no, I I, I want to recommend uh, Mind Hunter on Netflix. Oh, I hmm. actually want to recommend this. Oh, think, yeah. isn't why? That, yes, isn't that that old Chris Angel thing? <laughs> no, but close, but not really. No, yeah, no, actually. <laughs> Mind Freak. Is that still available Mind anywhere? Freak. I have freak. no idea. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Chris Angel pretending to do magic, and then people pretending to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mind Hunter is this, it's a really, it's a, it's pretty cool. I believe it's based on a real guy, for one. And it's all about the development, uh, the, the development of, like, the, this theory of you know, behavioral psych <clears throat> or whatever. Uh, I, I'm really, it's still just beginning for me. I'm only a couple episodes in. Uh-huh. But this FBI agent who's basically kind of a young guy, you know, he, he's, not, he's not established in the FBI, but he's got these ideas about aberrant psychology or, like, you know, people who are, he's basically hunting serial killers. Right? This is like when the FBI is just starting to realize that there's a new kind of crime happening that they don't have a grasp on. Huh. Right? Uh, so, like, uh, as opposed to all these other, like, all the traditional means of police work around a, a murder or, you know, something like that. All the traditional memes. All the traditional memes. <laughs> you got scumbag Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you got your bad luck Brian. You got your foul bachelor frog. Good guy Greg. Good guy Greg. <laughs> All, all those traditional the memes. Traditional memes. These are new memes. Troll old guy. <laughs> Dad boy. Dad boy. <laughs> oh shit, what up? Oh shit. What uh. up? <laughs> no, yeah, like all the ways that they investigate crimes prior to this point don't apply. Because the motives and the type the type of criminal like everything about this new wave of crime that's starting to happen in like the sixties, you know, like early sixties, uh. they're not prepared for it. So this guy is sort of like developing his own theory, you know, of of what motivates these people um, and trying to categorize and identify risk factors and just, you know, like help police basically work with this. Um, It's really interesting because also like it's, it's like this guy is he's, you know, he's FBI. He's kind of a square, but he's also like got this he's got this girlfriend who. Uh, smokes pot and uh, and he smokes pot with her. He's like sort of like 
just on the outside of like being totally straight laced. Um, <laughs> that one college professor that that you know in his spare time he he just he <laughs> hits the bong like crazy. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is there's this really funny thing happening because there's you know, like the there's like a sexual revolution happening too, and he's sort of like quietly suggesting that maybe we should maybe we should take pussy eating off the deviant behavior list. <laughs> you know, <No. laughs> you know, there's like no deviant behavior. <laughs> bread, this is like this is a time where bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, this is a time where they're like this is the attitudes towards this are starting to change. Yeah. And the FBI has all these things. Thank God, categorized as deviant behaviors that are that a, that a lot of like a, a, like Americans are like waking up to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's really interesting. Uh, it follows like a really just a weird time for law enforcement for psychology, I guess, or you know, I mean, sure. It's um, pop psychology was really big back in those days too. Yeah. Like like bad pop psychology. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of, you, you do get the sense of exactly how much of, like, contemporary thought of that time might be in, in like, a real infancy. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially especially since there was, there was a lot of New Age shit being interwoven into it at the yeah, time, too. Yeah, like a bunch of, like, completely unscientific bullshit yeah. being slung around by people who called themselves doctor. Right. Um, there's a, uh, he regularly interviews on the show a guy named Ed Kemper. I don't know if you know anything about Ed Kemper. I did not, but apparently he's a real dude uh, who killed his mother and cut her head off and fucked her neck or mouth or whatever. I don't know. Like he's like a it's like genuine like terrifying motherfucker. <sighs> yep. Yeah, that guy's real. And apparently, from what I understand, the dude that plays him in the performance is like spot on. Wow. Yep. <laughs> how, do you, how, do you, how do you spot on that role? I don't know. I oh. mean, I guess you listen to a lot of tapes. Just, well, I mean, it's called method acting. You cut your mom's head off and <laughs> fuck her neck. Right, right, exactly. Cut how else are you going to know how to play the role? Yeah, you got to fuck your mom's head sometimes. <laughs> For some reason. Yeah. Uh, uh, God, uh, not comfortable. No, wait. No. Uh, uh. Um, so, anyway, no. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely recommend this. Like I said, I haven't finished it. It's pretty cool. It's it's a pretty cool show, and I think it it it's just fascinating to think about the fact that there was a time when all this stuff was like pretty new to law enforcement. Yeah, yeah. And attitudes were changing and developing. Um. So I don't know. At least for its historical significance, significance. His historical significance. Check it out. Step. Check it out. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's a decent one. That's diggable, man. Yeah. That's diggable planets. I certainly I certainly dig it. Yeah. Do you dig it? Like, can you? That's <laughs> radical. Can you dig it? Uh, all right. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to let you guys pick. You want to do a live album <coughs> from the 60s? Hmm. Or do you want to do a live album from the 90s? I'm thinking 90s. I'm thinking 90s, too. You want to go 90s? Let's go 90s. So I'm going to recommend uh, my favorite live performance that I've ever heard. Okay. Uh, it's an unplugged album mm-hmm. by Alice in Chains. Ooh, hmm. so that's interesting. Right um, off the bat, yeah, Alice in Chains, uh, you know, '90s like alternative metal kind of group, real grungy. My favorite harmony in music is uh, lead singer Lane Staley and lead guitarist Jerry Cantrell yeah. with their weird uh, a melodic harmony 
like uh, haunting, deep, spooky kind of harmony that they put together. Yeah. Um, so to kind of give you some backstory for this album, Alice in Chains had taken a break from touring for a pretty good long while uh, because Lane Staley had a horrible drug problem. Uh, Lane like St- you do. Yeah. Lane Staley's story, I think, is like the the saddest in rock and roll. No if, shit. If you know the story. I mean, I it's horrible. So basically... You know, his father was a drug addict when he was a kid and, like, left the family. And Lane got hooked up in drugs and, like, did his thing and, uh, you know, like, got an Alice in Chains and then, like, cl- like cleaned up his life and, like, got his shit together and reconnected with his father, like, while he was in the band mm-hmm. um, and while they were getting big. And uh, his father was like, no, I'm clean, I'm clean. And basically what ended up happening is his father was not clean. And they and like ended up bringing Lane back into the lifestyle, like getting high with them and like, like and they would just enable each other. They'd hang out and get stoned and and like when his father, you know, went back, through, got arrested and went back through treatment again, cut ties with him, like, yeah. like you know, cut ties with him. So Lane Staley was like left with, you know, the heartbreak of rejection by his father twice and a pretty vicious drug problem, and. Like, uh, they took a break from touring because his drug problem was so bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, so cut to uh, Unplugged. It's 1996. They get asked to do this show. Uh, and Lane's, it's the first time that they've played live in like two years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lane Staley comes out on the stage and he just looks like a ghost. I mean, he's sickly. He's like gaunt. Mm. Like he, he just, he's like in shambles, man. Like He's, he's not just, in recovery at this point. I mean, he's still right in the thick of it. Yeah. I mean, like, he, and, 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 like the other thing that's worth noting is like he tried a lot and yeah. just couldn't kick it. So when he comes out on stage, it, like everybody's like super happy to see them because they hadn't toured in so long and like you know, the band, like, just wouldn't address questions about him because it was tough. But, like, he comes out and he just looks sick. Like, he just looks very sick and ill. Ugh. And he's wearing sunglasses. You know what I mean? And he's gaunt. Yeah. And they come out and play just one of the... Their music is almost better suited for acoustic yeah. than it is for, you know, amplifiers and distortion pedals. Like, they mm. come out and put together one of the most... I don't even want to say blistering because that's not the right word, but just one of the heaviest performances of acoustic music I've ever heard. Oh, you know, shit. Lane Staley comes on and then nails that that harmony that they do so well on on the recordings. Yeah, like they nail it together, and he just puts this like testament to his strength as a as a rock vocalist. Wow. Um, hmm. The, there's a you know a lot of great songs that are done. They do an acoustic version of Rooster, uh, Sludge Factory, Nutshell, um, uh, Down in a Hole. One of the best. Even if you just listen to Down in a Hole, yeah, uh, just to hear Lane Staley sing that song. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful vocal performances I've ever heard, and it's just so it's so heavy. Yeah, um, and they they go out there and really fucking nail it. Uh, Lane Staley didn't make it. I mean, he lasted longer. He died in like 2000, 2001. Yeah. But he was a shell. Like, he was a recluse. He never left his apartment. He weighed 90 pounds when he died. You know what I mean? Just like, it's the, like, if you look up the saddest, you know, like the the story top to bottom, it's just the saddest thing ever. So to hear that album and to hear kind of like his last, 
yeah. grasp of of performance. Yeah, um, it's, it's like putting it out there for the record. It's putting out there for the record. I mean, it's just incredible. It's a beautiful performance, and I'd recommend that to anybody. Go buy that album or listen to it on Spotify or whatever. Just <sighs> check it out. It's it's beautiful. It's yeah, really beautiful. I feel like I need to hear that. It's now. it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Um, well, I, I mean, like, sorry to end it on a lower <laughs> note. But, uh, oh man, we need we need to man we need to pick up here. Was yeah, sorry, sorry, we went we went low, we went low there. Well, for a while. Uh, last week I dragged us down into the fucking muck. Yeah, that's all right. With a topic all about doom and gloom. <laughs> that's all right. It was, a, it was a good topic, man. Yeah. It was a good topic. Um, man, I'll say I, I'm definitely thinking. Cats and rainbows for my yeah. next episode. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to drag everybody down. Um, well, I guess we should uh, get this shit over with. Did we learn something? Did we learn anything? Did, did we learn anything? Uh, I learned that pedophilia will de- derail your movie real quick. <laughs> That's a great way to get people to stop watching <laughs> immediately. That fucked me we, up. We, well, like the ABCs of death, they go through like a, each. Different directors wrote and directed a different thing for each letter of the alphabet. A different way to die. Shorts. Yeah, and we got to K. Yeah, I want to say it was we got to K, and then yeah. pedophilia. Like, no, uh, we, got L. 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 we got to we L. L. We got to L. That's a real good way to derail it. Like I, I, even like the suggestion of pedophilia. I know. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they wouldn't have gone. Like, yeah, I don't too graphic so. with it, yeah. of course, because then Netflix wouldn't ever let it on. Yeah. But g- yeah. like I said, I am going to watch and see what happens because I do want to know what L stands for. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, um, it just fucked me right up. Yeah, I that was, felt, that was rough. Yeah, I felt bad. Yeah. I learned that H is for hydroelectric diffusion. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, that was a great one. That was a great one. That yeah. Was so bizarre. It was weird. I'm yeah. torn between saying watch this and definitely. Don't watch no, right, exactly. If, if you like art house shit, watch it. Yeah, yeah but just be aware, it's really fucking yeah, fucked up. Yeah, it's real fucked up. Uh, oh, go ahead. I, I I didn't learn. I I my question was, does anyone trick or treat anymore? Yeah, we yeah, there wasn't really that many <laughs> trick or treaters. No, on the street, man. I understand. I was the Scrooge that put the sign out front and put the bowl out well, there. Please don't talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> basically, <laughs> uh, don't knock on this door, kids. It did not really seem like that. I didn't see too many. Every time I popped my head out, it was like a tumbleweed going yeah. by. A yeah. tumbleweed in a Batman costume. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little tubby baby flamingo just rolling down the road. I did learn that God hates Cleveland. God does hate Cleveland. Yeah. God hates uh, the shit out of Cleveland. I, I learned that all hail to the Third Reich of shitting on gamers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, NBC. Thanks, NBC. Uh, I, I learned that there was such a thing as the heyday of Columbine. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the heyday of Columbine. Um, uh, I learned that it actually might be the end of the Cleveland Browns. It's yeah. like we're, at, we're actually probably at that this point. This might be it. This, is, this, this, is this certainly would be the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Yeah, yeah. this is the end. Uh, I learned that Szechuan broccoli is number one. Szechuan broccoli <laughs> is definitely number one. Szechuan um, broccoli, baby. Uh, I learned that pro football sucks. Yeah. Staying in the same vein. It's not very good. It's, it's not very good. It's not very good. It's not very good. It's not, it's not very good. The no fun league. The no fun league. I don't want anyone no, have I don't want your fun. rules. I don't care if it bounced out of the goal line. It's still a touchback. <laughs> um, uh, you got anything over there, Ben? Not really. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I learned. Uh, I learned about right shit. All right, uh, I, I learned that the new guard is in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, and finally, I learned that. Uh, it's 2017. Fuck that. Pay me. Fuck that. Pay me. Pay me. <laughs> I will compromise on anything. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, yeah. boys, I think we're successful. All righty. Uh, Another episode 23. God damn it. God damn it. I was going to say, you're like, because you said, oh, I know that pisses you off that all I had was black coffee and cigarettes. And you almost and said, I almost what said, pisses me off. What pisses me off is when you list the episode. Ah, God damn it. Go. We're so close. Lucky 23. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Take that. Jim Carrey's the number 23. <laughs> that movie. God damn it. That movie uh, no one saw. We yeah. made it all the way to the end of the show. 23. And you had to just fucking blow it up in my face, didn't you? 23. Didn't you? 23. 23. From the glass like tanks of Old Patrol. We tend to this beer. As a tribute to your to good, good taste. taste. 23. 23. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. All welcome. right, guys. Next week on the Three Dude Podcast, Ben is hosting. Yes. Uh, It'll be episode 24. It sure And will. then you're going to get to bring that up. Wow, we're back. It's the 24th episode. Oh, boy. I know you guys can't read the SoundCloud page. <laughs> so I'm going to do it for you. God damn it. Yep, you're welcome. All right. Have a good night, everybody. <sighs> Next or day, time. depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, bye-bye, babies. Bye-bye, babies.